Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Horror Hangout podcast, where free bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time. My name is Luke Condor of Kate. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mr. Mr. Ben Errington. And Mr. Andy Conduit-Turner. And today we have a very special guest, a Rotten Tomatoes approved critic, a TV film journalist with What to Watch, and host of the TV Time podcast. Hello, Lucy Googless, did I get it right? Hello, yes, you did. Hello, thank you for having oh, no. me. Thank you for checking to... my name, meaning, uh, not meaning, uh, pronunciation even. Yes. Uh, you tell me like second before. I get a lot of like bad pronunciations. It's, you know, it happens. <laughs> we discussed it seconds before and I think that threw, that threw you off. Did it throw I you off? Yeah. I panicked because I thought I got it. <laughs> I was like, if I get it wrong now, literally just the second after I've been told it, like an absolute Right, idiot. start again, again. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. There we go. Honestly. Welcome. Right. Welcome, Lucy. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. How exciting. Oh, no, anytime. Yeah, pleasure. The first Rotten Tomatoes approved critic on the oh, show, yeah. right? Right. How did you do that? What did you do? <laughs> <Yeah. test? laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. Um, I don't know. I, I just sort of applied. Um. I mean, I had my blog for a bit. It, it was Lucy Goes to Hollywood. I've now shut it down because I'm just too busy in other realms. Uh, and then I kind of went on to write for a bunch of other websites. And as a result of my sort of accumulated portfolio, they thought I was good enough to approve. So <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, I'm very like grateful for it. You. But, you know, I, I, I consider myself very lucky because not a lot of people, well, I mean, you know, obviously there are people on there, but like, you know, some people get rejected and I feel really bad about it, but like, you know, I somehow got it. I'll take it. You are uh, a better person all around. 
than those people, than those idiots. <laughs> than those bloody idiots. What I heard is that all those people that weren't approved, they can suck it, I heard. <laughs> Word on the grapevine, because they can suck it. <laughs> it obviously, it's, it's, it's a nice to have, but, you know, I try not to brag too much. I'm not that kind of person. So. But no yeah. look behind it. I've read your reviews. I know you, like, spend a lot of time on them. So, yeah, great. Mm. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I, I enjoy what I do. I, I really hate writing negative reviews, which means the Texas Chainsaw Massacre didn't go down very well, as in as in the new one. <laughs> oh, we could probably touch on we'll that, about that. We've all yeah. watched it, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I, I dislike a bad review, but it has to be done sometimes, you know. Uh, I try to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to knock a bad review out occasionally. I think you just, yeah. uh, you got to get out of your system, you know. Mm. That's what I feel makes you super angry. Mm-hmm. Just have a big old rant about it. Don't be horrible to any one individual. Don't be nasty to any individual people, yeah, but I mean, fuck their film into- off. Don't, don't get into Twitter beef with the director of Doom Annihilation, no matter no what, no matter what. No, I'd say that hasn't happened, and I hope it never does. <laughs> really it's happened to one of us here. It happened to Ben. I'd say <laughs> I'd say A, Twitter beef doesn't count if it was like free tweets. B, I backtrack, I backtrack like a motherfucker. I went, oh, that was great, actually. Oh, I really liked it. <laughs> One star, only three types of demons. Um, ben Narrington, there were four demons, actually. I'm so sorry if you were. That's what he said. <laughs> I did apologise, though, but then but then I DM'd him some frets. No, I didn't. I wouldn't do that. If you ever make another Doom film again. <laughs> if you ever make another Doom film again with five demons in it, I'll five come over there and I'll, and I'll poke your eyes out, all right? And he didn't respond, so I take that as he understood yeah. what I meant. He went into his message request. He hasn't seen it. You'll <laughs> <laughs> see it one day. <laughs> yeah. One day soon. He's coming for me. Uh, okay, so horror news this week. Um, we've got a few bits and bits and bobs. Number one is the Stranger Things 4 is apparently going to premiere in May with the first of two parts. It feels like Stranger Things 4 has been like coming up for at least 10 years, what it feels like. It's uh, been... CC though, because COVID. Oh, yeah, because COVID. But I think I saw recently that the first trailer came out in 2020. So now we're fi- basically the kids. How old are the kids now? Mid 30s? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be a charged one as well, right? I'm sure they're watching this closely now because aren't they doing quite a lot in Russia in this upcoming series? Oh, God. Like, yeah. yeah. Close to the bone with yeah. not to make it political. But yeah, it's didn't, a bit. Uh, didn't even think that. Maybe everything that's going on in Russia is just like promotion. promo. Yeah. Promo, yeah. <laughs> Those kids will be there with Vladimir this week saying, oh, thanks, Flash guys. Mob. Yeah. Flash <laughs> mob has Flash invaded mob. Ukraine. <laughs> it was all a ruse. <laughs> the upside down. Oh, come on. Uh, so if volume only. one is... If only, yeah. But uh, volume one is premiering on the 27th of May. Volume, volume two will mean? arrive in 20 seconds. So is it, is, they've chopped it in half, two parts. Let's do this. And They've a... done the recently, so I don't know why. It's mm. like, yeah. just do it in two parts. You're like, all right. And Money Heist, they did it with Money Heist. And I'm just like, guys, why? Is it um, because it's the thing that it isn't? Like, from what I've seen of the narrative, lots of people are talking right now saying, oh, Netflix should start doing weekly drops instead of, instead of just dumping a whole series on us because actually it means that people talk about it for longer rather than it just being a drop in the ocean and gone. So what will happen is, I imagine, in the cycle of the world, Netflix will eventually get on board with doing, um, you know, series series coming out a week on week as a week on week thing. 
and then we'll all get to complain about oh do you remember the good old days when a series used to just come out and you could binge it and that I was do, a thing i do like the event of like a new episode dropping every week because i think it seems to have done well for like the disney plus series yeah um yeah. that you know that there's sort of like a big swell around each new episode um arriving there's something about it yeah for some things it would work better than others i think but well, what happens with the disney plus series is that i with the exception of a couple i think i did one division week on week but as a rule i end up not getting around to them until they're finished and then just watching them all in one go anyway so it's pointless yeah. after it's been spoiled for me with people <laughs> doing their hey out of context spoilers and it's like if you're not completely branded, you can work out what that is. It isn't, <laughs> yeah. spo- it isn't spoiler free at all. Also, they put they start the tweet with spoiler, and then like two sentences down, it'll have the spoiler. But I'm like, that's the way I'm scrolling. Yeah, I scroll scrolling to, up. down to down to up. I'm like, you basically, you, I've read something which out of context would be, oh, what does that mean? Oh, it's a spoiler for a thing. No, yeah. like <laughs> great. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> The world's a shitty. Uh, so apparently, this is twice the length of previous seasons. So, okay. so two, two seasons, seasons in one. Just yeah. make it two seasons. Come on. Yeah. Volume one, volume two. All that stuff. Then that's they're finishing it with the next season. So they're doing one more after this, and then that's it, right? Yeah, I think they said that season five will be the end. Yeah. The mm-hmm. end. There we go. Um, sticking with TV. I guess this is more like horror adjacent. It's not straight up horror, um, but. Lucy was tweeting about it, and she was also playing one of the games in the series. Fallout, the TV series, has just cast oh, yeah. Walton, Cog- w- Walton Goggins. Oh, I was going to say Walton Coggins. <laughs> Wally, <Goggs. laughs> Wally Goggs. Wally Goggs will star in the Amazon TV show, the Fallout TV show, and he's going to be playing a ghoul, which is very exciting for the yeah. lead role to be someone with skin problems, I guess. Or- yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure how they would do this because, like, I, I, have you guys played the games? Are you vaguely familiar? Are you fam- yes. great? Okay. So, bit, yeah. You know how, like, you kind of design your own character and it's like a vault mm. dweller and that kind of thing. Obviously, there's a lot of custom kind of things you can do, like traits and whatever. And I was like, how are they going to do this? But when they were like, we're going to make him a ghoul, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> brilliant! <Yeah. laughs> That's a great idea. You know, I mean, I was expecting <clears throat> just going down the vault dweller route, but hey, man, I'm excited for this. It's going to be great. I hope. Yeah. Are you are you a big yeah. Fallout fan, Lucy? Love it, love it. So it's my favorite game series. I'm a little bit obsessed, to be honest. <laughs> Which one is your favorite in the uh, out of the games? Ooh, uh, probably New Vegas. Hmm. I reckon because it's yeah. out there and wacky. Like three, I've done a replay of three recently, and I'm in the middle of doing that. Uh, and I love the grittiness. I love obviously Liam Neeson. I love <laughs> that element to it. But like. New Vegas is incredibly uh, wacky and out there, and it's got you know just it's just more it's more bonkers. Do you yeah, know what I mean? It's yeah. just more like it's more chaos, and I think it's just a lot of fun. Um, yeah. And there's a lot a lot of like really cool side quests and stuff. So yeah, New Vegas is the and, one. And as a big fan, what would you like to see from a series? Like a contained story? Would you like a you know like a mix of like a bit of a mm. like you know different story every week or something that like. That has like a three. Imagine story. like an yeah. anthology, an anthology yeah. set in there. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah. Well, an anthology would be a really good shout because the universe is so big and there's so many side quests and characters and like divisions and yeah. whatever. It would be cool to focus on different ones at different points, I guess. Yeah. 
Uh, but I would also, I wouldn't mind a continuous story either where they kind of dip in and out of different factions and stuff. That would be, um, obviously they've got a kind of, you know, people like the Brotherhood of Steel are going to have to feature at some point because they're, they're, they're throughout every single game. Uh, you know, big characters like that. It just depends whether they want to bring in like people like Caesar who've only been in like New Vegas, for example. So like, I don't quite know what, what game or games they're going to base it on exactly. Mm. Um, or whether it's just going to be a bit more general. But I'm so far, I'm optimistic. I mean, the casting is great so far. So. I hope they use that, uh, you know, the music, it's like on the intro of Fallout 4, like the start yeah. menu music, just some like piano oh, yeah. keys playing or something, but it's like, just gets you right in the soul you know straight I've, away. You know I've, real, I've realised with a lot of video game adaptations recently, mm. re they're missing a trick by just not having uh, the original soundtrack controls. or <laughs> the original <laughs> soundtrack or like an iteration yeah. of the original soundtrack. I feel yeah. like it, it adds so much to engrossing you in that world. If you just have different music in it, I'm, I mean, I'm going to talk about it, but I'll just use Uncharted as an example. If you have just like a soundtrack, which is like iconic, and then for some reason you just have some cookie cutter action adventure music over the top of it, it just mm -hmm. it immediately doesn't feel like Uncharted. And it's just, just it use the music. The vibe, it's right there. It? Yeah, like, It's right the there. The music's right there. What's wrong with you? I expect yeah. with Fallout and... Bioshock, which I know is a movie, not a series, but um, I expect because they have licensed music in them rather than pure, uh, yeah, of course. pure like BGM. I reckon you'll get the the licensed tracks in there. Yeah, I think especially with Fallout, like not to get too dorky, but like there's kind of a reason that they're kind of stuck with those kind of old school songs, right? Because it's the only thing they could play in that in that kind of universe based on, I think like the records, they had like the ability to play them where they couldn't play like modern music, for example. I can't remember exactly what the reason is, but they kind of need to keep, it's an integral part of it. So if, if there's not yeah. like, you know, I can't even think, I don't know, like all these iconic sort of old school bands, then I'll be sad, you know, like all the jazz music and that, I need, I need that. Like all yeah, that, the ink yeah. spot stuff and everything. Yeah, the ink spot. Like, yeah. Exactly, we need people like that. Otherwise, yeah. I'll be pissed. I reckon they'll do it. I think they've got they've got such. I think the strongest thing about the Fallout games, as you say, that the world is so diverse, and I think anyone who's producing this series will probably try and to avoid just straight lining and doing the exact same story of one of the games. Yeah, I expect they'll probably take the huge universe they've got and they'll just really drive the series from being the. Uh, aesthetic but we're about to enter a, an era of like video game adaptations like go out the wazoo right because we've got cuphead there's a cuphead tv show at the minute i've watched some of it <laughs> yeah right. um yeah so there's cuphead now we're about to get fallout and bioshock we're doing sonic. halo yeah halo looks great um sonic has already been announced for a third one plus a series so i we're think there's something assassin's creed shaped on netflix Oh, that's I remember that. They haven't really done a good job of that yet. Hot take. No. Me. <laughs> it hasn't been great. I mean, no, they definitely haven't. Uh, yeah, that's exciting though. I like it. We're lucky as game fans and yeah, we're lucky that we get adaptations of all this stuff like with decent budgets as well. Yeah. Because Amazon and Netflix. So looking forward to it. The only other piece of news I've got is that John Carpenter this week expressed an interest in a sequel to... 1982 is the thing. Now, I guess take this with a pinch of salt. This is just an interview um, that he did on THR, possibly. Uh, he said, I would like to do a sequel to the thing or a continuation, something like that. Uh, but then obviously he went on to say there's a lot of reasons why he wouldn't do it. But yeah. 
what what would a sequel to the thing look like? Where would it thing, be? The thing tropical freeze. The things. <laughs> the things. I mean, you can't get better than that, right? Oh, put the S as a dollar sign. Get, yeah. get the S as a dollar sign on there. <laughs> James Cameron, get it done. Uh, yeah, I mean, the obvious thing would be put a thing in a city, right? Put a thing in New York. Oh, I don't know, because I'm not sure you get the claustrophobia because it's the thing, it'd get people yeah, straight but... away. I'm not you sure you could beat the thing you can't if it do got the same thing city. again. Be, it could be the same thing again, again, because they did the You the can't thing, do the same thing again. Thing. We can't. Let's do the thing in the future in space. Yeah, the space yeah. thing. The space thing. thing. That's what... Yeah. <laughs> the thing X. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'm all up for seeing more of it and to see John Carpenter do it as well because he's not done a film since the the what? The ward. The ward. Yeah. One, the, the, yeah. Hmm. So come on. Let's let's make this happen. I'd, I'd be very interested in seeing. I that. don't know if he'll uh, do any more films. I, he yeah. seems to me like he's just too comfortable. Um, yeah. Playing games, playing Fallout. What is, what's the game he plays a lot of? Far, Far Cry. That's it. Does he play Far Cry? About, does he? Yeah. Far talk Cry about Far Cry, Cry and about Eli Roth's Hollywood hair. <laughs> <laughs> he can enjoy doing those things. He still scores a lot of the movies that like. Yeah, but I think there's a difference between that and like making like making a movie yeah. come up and. It seems like it'd be a big effort. He just do the bit, he just do the bit that he really yeah. likes. Do the bit that he really enjoys doing. Outsource the rest. Go on yeah. Upwork.com. Get someone else to do all the filming and acting and bits. <laughs> I, mean, I think a sequel to The Thing is something that I feel I absolutely do not need. Um, but if it came out, I would go and see it tomorrow. This could be, this could be something we do on the pitch uh, sequel. Teenage Mutant Ninja Things. That's what I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Things. Who would be uh, Splinter? Splinter. Oh, that sounds like Splinter. Splinter. <laughs> yeah. John you Carpenter have to workshop that. <laughs> yeah, we'll workshop that. Uh, that is it for Horror News. Has anybody seen anything of note this week? Um, I guess we've already mentioned it, so we might as well have a brief chat with no spoilers about uh texas chainsaw massacre i think we're going to do a bonus episode on this at some point soon so we'll keep our thoughts brief uh but we'll start with lucy because she said (laughs) it was a pile of (laughs) steaming well okay i i gave it two and a half stars in my official review out of three (laughs) out of a (laughs) hundred good i liked him Hmm. Uh, the victims were dull and boring. I didn't care about them. Uh, tedious to watch, really. Not not a lot of character. I mean, I mean, look. I know people aren't really watching it for character development, and they just want to see people get like sawn in half. I totally get that, right? But you know, you, you want to at least feel some sort of. You want to root for somebody in a horror film to 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 some extent, right? Especially in a slasher, like something like Scream, which I love, like. You know, you, you have the characters you love and you have the characters you hate. And they just, there was, everyone was so boring. I didn't care about any of them or any of their goals or desires. And I was just sat there like, mm. nah. <laughs> and it just, so even when they die, I just sort of felt like, oh, okay. You know, like, you know, obviously I'm not going to say who does, but like when, when people get oh, killed yeah. off, like, right? <laughs> you just, I just didn't really have any kind of connection. Nobody right? dies. That's why it's controversial. No one dies. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, no, a massacre at all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, obviously there, there are some little deaths, 
but yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit shit, really. <laughs> it, see, it seems to have like divided a lot of people. Like I said, to, I said, to, I said, to Andy, the this is... <laughs> they've been divided. But like horror fans, um, yeah. I guess a lot of people, I would assume, oh, they're going to hate this. Seem to love it, and a lot of people I thought maybe yeah. would love it. Seem to hate it. So it's definitely split a lot of people. And I think it is quite a divisive film because mm-hmm. yeah, it depends. It depends what you're going into that that sort of film and expecting because i was saying to i was saying to ben we were talking the other day um i'm not sure if it's done cynically or otherwise i think in terms of a film it's fine like the, the i think the most offensive thing about the films itself is that it doesn't do the most or the least of anything perfectly like capably made like the kills are perfectly well delivered yeah. but it didn't like, I'm not sure I'm going to remember many of the details in a, in a week's time. I think the thing that gets me, and I'm not sure if it's deliberate and it just missed the mark for me personally, or if it's done cynically, in which case it should be something that winds you up, but it feels like it's trying to push its ongoing marketing with very deliberately targeting culture wars that exist today as well, because it's got things that people will talk about and tweet about, which is why looking at the reviews... I think it was less than the first half of the day it was out that I actually saw reviews of the film. And after that, it devolved into people talking about how other people express opinions and actually talking about the film had been lost. And the narrative is very much, there are things very skillfully put into it that mean that you're one side of the political and, you know, typically it is a generational and age divide as well, will say, ah, Look at these, look at these uh, old school characters and this is what they think. And if you don't like this, it's because you don't like a straight up horror movie. And these, you know, these these soft kids getting all done in by this old thing. And then the other side of it, it's also courting the idea of, you know, realistically when a, and this is in the trailer, so no spoilers, when a chainsaw man comes in, do we really live in a generation where people will immediately get their phones out and start filming him and say, you're going to be cancelled if you chainsaw as Mr. Chainsaw Man. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of it, it's almost <laughs> deliberately caught in that controversy, right? But Lucy, sorry, I dived in on you. Sorry, no, I was just agreeing with you. Like, it doesn't really know quite what it's trying to say in terms of its messaging. And I think you know, it was like you say, it just makes kind of fleeting references to like millennial culture or Gen Z culture. And I think at one point, one character briefly mentions like the Confederate flag, and then just then they just ignore it for the rest of the film. And I'm just like, mm. okay. And like you can't just make these references then go, oh, okay, we're done now. You know, it's just, it's, it, it could have gone really hard and it just didn't. It just sort of coasted along. And I was like, I kind of like clock watching and that's not what I like doing in a film, obviously. So I understand the discourse uh, and I completely understand where everybody's coming from this. I think in terms of franchise, Texas Chainsaw Massacre has always been one of those I'm not really that bothered about. I like the original and I like the remake, 2003 remake. Do you like the remake? It's all right. I like the remake, Jessica Biel, yeah. But I think every, I think I've seen them all. I think every other installment has always been pretty lame. Uh, Mm. I didn't enjoy two, three. um, Is it the new generation, next generation, new generation? Um, It's quite desperate as well, though, right? It's not, I'm not sure how well they are all connected. It makes um, Friday the 13th look coherent. Yeah. (laughs) And I, I just think of, in terms of new horror movies, let's, I, I, I think something to stand up against would be Halloween Kills and Scream, that obviously the latest Scream, 
I would say out of all three of them, I preferred this Texas Chainsaw Massacre, maybe because of my expectations of the franchise. Like, I wanted to... this from... to further to Scream? Yep. Oh. Uh, I think I... Ex- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I expected something of those two franchises, Halloween, Halloween Kills okay. and Scream. And because of that, I was left marger- uh, sorry, majorly disappointed. But because I didn't really have any expectations of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I went in and just enjoyed it for what it was. Um, and some, I saw someone describe it as like a shark, a shark attack movie on land. And, you know, I kind of thought, yeah, why not? There's not much going on. But I think because of Halloween Kills being like the central part of a trilogy, and I thought it just shat the bed in terms of trying to introduce all these minor legacy characters. And Scream, I felt like it, it felt a bit like a Scream 4. I felt like it didn't do much in terms of um, what Scream 4 did for me. Feel like the the motives of the killers were similar, but with this, I kind of just went, yeah, I like it. And I'll tell you what I did like. I I, know, I agree with you, Lucy. With some of the characters were pretty much bland as balls. That's the saying, <laughs> bland as balls. I did. I quite liked the fact that one character had survived the school shooting. I'm not sure if that's been done before. I mean, it may may have been done in a horror. The fact that she had this sort of trauma and was sort of, I just kept thinking, what a load of bad luck she's had. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like with there's, there's, there's that and another couple of ideas that you could have just had one or two of them and given them a little bit more space rather than a fleeting yeah. mention. To the kind of relationship between two people cause... that I would have thought they should have played on that a bit more. That'd be quite interesting. Mm. Um, yeah. Like two people from other sides of the. I just feel like it seems to hold. I mean, we're still doing the, oh, the killer is a superhuman, you know. The, the Michael Myers thing, where is it almost mm. like supernatural? Because yeah. if we worked out, if we so worked much. out the the age of him, right? Because I think we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. In the night, in the late seventies, he was thirty if he was a day then. Yeah, and in this, it's fifty years later. So he's like, are you supposed to believe that he's eighty years old? <laughs> I mean, we saw, we do yeah. see him without, we do see him without his mask. I mean, not dead on, and not in a really clear way, but he ain't. He's not eighty, is he? <laughs> maybe, it was just, maybe it was just uh, a little boy who'd had a very hard life earlier on. He was 16 in the first one. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Jesus Christ. He was the Texas work experience kid before there was a massacre. <laughs> <laughs> but we've already seen, like, the obviously in Leatherface, in 2017's Leatherface, we see him as like a prequel, and he's just like a, is he like a skinny little kid? No. Bulked up, carrying that chainsaw about. Bulked up, mate. That chainsaw, carrying that around, swapping over, just doing loads of reps of that. Yeah. So I don't know. I think when we when we do a bonus episode, and we chat about it in greater stead. I mean, it's only been a couple of days since I've seen it. It might be one of those where you think back to it and you think, I was just in a good mood. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I've had, I've had just had a right like You ever seen? <laughs> you ever seen Nightwatch? It's like a Russian like yeah. vampire thing. Yeah. yeah. Took like me what? about six months to decide whether it was good or bad. Took Came out and I was like, that's either brilliant or absolute shit, but I don't know which one. <laughs> you know what? I mean... That's how I feel with um, Titano, however you say it. Like, I've seen it and I was like, I think I liked it, but. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's a bit of a weird film. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, those films where you come out of it and you're like, hmm, not sure. I think I need to give it another go, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I tell you, films uh, that mm-hmm. I watched. I think most of you guys probably should have watched if you haven't watched it already. Uh, it was Jackass Forever? 
Yes. Um, I think me and my friends, so like the friends I grew up with, um, who we used to watch the original TV show and stuff together, we've been waiting for this to come out for so long because it just seemed like the perfect excuse to get back together and go to the cinema and just like mm. laugh ourselves silly. And it was exactly what I wanted Jackass Forever to be. Like it was so dumb and sweet. And also there's like um, some Ryan Dunn stuff at the end that actually got me a little bit oh, emotional yeah. at the end. Uh, but yeah, it was, it, it, I don't know. Can you really call it a film? I don't know. It's, it's just a TV show, but with bigger cameras and um There are some stunts. like cin- cinematic moments, mainly the intro, isn't it? But oh, that, yeah. intro was, <laughs> that intro was yeah. spectacular. I mean, I kind of feel, I feel like I knew what was coming, but at the same time, it still yeah. made, made me there belly laugh. a similar thing to that that one with Preston halfway through and like Rocky music oh, yeah. or something <laughs> yeah, that yeah, nearly yeah. killed me. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you mean, because I, I didn't realise that was like a miniature set originally. <laughs> I was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> okay, you can't spoil it, but still. Yeah. I do want to go see it. It looks great. Yeah, they don't get anything too extreme or like spoilery, but like they do go really hard. Actually, there were some scenes where I was like, "Okay, this is a bit much, even for you guys." Fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. In certain things, I'm like, "Oh, (laughs) you're really going hard." And their reactions, like Danger Aaron McGee's reactions to when something that's about to happen. Honestly, I'm like, "Are you okay? Are you all right? (laughs) (laughs) How are you alive?" He's just got, yeah. he's just a glutton for pain, especially in his testicle region. I know. There's um, a horror related <laughs> stunt in there, the Silence of the Lambs bit. Oh, well, which is God, that was so good. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Andy. Sorry, Andy. But that uh, was good. Like, <laughs> that was good. This just builds the anticipation. Like, it's so funny. Highly yeah. recommended. I feel like a bit, it's a bit back to basics as well, it feels like. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the stuff in yeah. there is just, yeah. And then they've like recreated old stunts as well. Loads of new um, guys as well. Which is cool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah the new really guys nice. are good. Yeah, lovely. Uh, anything else? Anybody seen anything else this week? Hmm. Mm. I've seen. Sorry, I'll just jump in there. There you go. I'll see if uh, I can so, remember seeing anything. So, so I saw Uncharted last night. Oh yeah. And I mean, I'm I'm still not quite decided whether I completely hated it or just thought it was all right, but. It just doesn't really, it feels like a bit of a cookie cutter. I know I've already said that, but a cookie cutter action adventure movie with Tom Holland. I feel like if you called it something else, then yeah, it would have been the same. I just think everybody's so miscast in it from Nathan Drake to Sully to even like minor characters, like someone Chloe Fraser's in it. And uh, I don't know. It just, I just never quite quite got there i think when with, when you're playing the uncharted games you feel a certain way and everything feels like huge it felt strangely like like apart from maybe the end it felt strangely like s- small scale i don't know i just yeah. feel like everything was kind of happening like in in a in a crypt or in a museum or in an art gallery and until the end when it proper opens up and you see like a big sort of set piece i was a bit like okay i don't know wasn't convinced. Uh, it's a bit weird. That, I don't know that the Uncharted games are so cinematic at times, especially like number four. It feels weird yeah. transposing that to cinema when it almost feels like it's already in its perfect medium. Yeah. There are some yeah. things that just that don't require an adaptation, and also you can have mm. like sometimes it can go to show that you can have 
you know, if you're planning to make a cake, you could have got the best recipe, the best ingredients. You can still fuck it up against the wall, can't you? And absolutely trash it. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> We've all done it. Yeah. <laughs> We've all done yeah. it. And as, as I mentioned before, like not using the soundtrack. I mean, they do use it a bit, but I don't know. It just felt so, it felt so generic. Charted, uh, if it had been called. Charted. Charted. I mean, Tom, Tom, Holland's, Tom Holland's great. I think he's a great leader man. And uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm not so sure about old Marky Mark. You were Mr. just there in there. You were just there booing. To, no, Tomb Raider, you're a Tomb Raider boy. Any Tomb Raider shirt on, you're all ready. <laughs> yeah exactly i've chosen uh, my action adventure franchise thank you <laughs> come on get on with it i just felt it kind of was trying to be like the origin story of a character but i don't know if that works for nathan drake i know in one of the games you get like him when he's younger for a bit but i don't know the fact it, i never believed his relationship with sully it didn't really have any importance or there was no weight to it, it was you just... need an origin story right like i know like you said they go back but Uncharted yeah. One throws you in pretty much as they just are oh, an adventuring exactly. man. We understand the, the relationship between these two characters. Um, yeah, just felt undercooked, a little bit raw, a little bit raw in the middle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh yeah. That's it. I think that's all I've all I've really seen this week. Other than Oh, Andy, if you yeah, got one. There's nothing. Uh, uh, Anybody uh, else? Fr- Fright Fest stuff, and I watched I watched most of the Cuphead series, which is a cartoon, but the devil's in it, so horror adjacent. Mm-hmm. Um, the devil's the best character. He's very funny. Um, apart terrible. from that, yeah, just the film of the week. Um, I've just watched a lot of rubbish, really. Like, there's lots of reality TV. You don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I think I just want to decompress and watch kind of stuff. I mean, aside yeah. from Texas Chainsaw, I've just been watching, like... 90 day fiance and that kind of rubbish so nothing of note no <laughs> Max is back now you've got to clear it off for that surely <laughs> nah it's just it's just chaotic relationships and it just makes me laugh so I, I enjoy it you know it just I think helps you, me need that. you need the balance you need stuff like that uh, yeah. cat, catfish is the one for me oh I love yeah. catfish mm-hmm. yeah. even though good. it's like the same like it is the same and you know the same exactly every single time happen. every and single time still a part of you it's like what's going to come out of that door when that Zoom call, when that Zoom ding happens, I'm like, oh, who the fuck's it going to be? Like, the one they know, and they're like, oh my God. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It goes to an advert, doesn't it? Just before they, they log into yeah. the Zoom as well. And I just can't take it. I feel my heart actually starts yeah. racing. Yeah. And it's like, so why did you do this? And it's like, because you did this to me in school like 10 years ago. And it's like, what? Come on, man. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah. who's got the time to yeah. catfish someone? I hold a grudge, all right? <laughs> I've had this plan since that day when I said, Oh, do you want to do one for one swap on these crisps? And he went, No, thanks. I thought, right, that <laughs> that's it. Catfish the shit out of you one day. <laughs> well, it's a great series, Catfish, though. It's such trash, but like I can yeah. binge watch that one. That's, that's, a, that's a binge yeah. watchy one. I just love everybody so much. Neve and Cammy are like the ultimate. I know. Duo. I miss Max, though. Max is great. Yeah, yeah I miss. I definitely miss Max, but Cammy's a lovely she's replacement. Cool. She's cool. Yeah. She's cool. Speaking uh, of catfishing, yeah. though, I tell you what, in the film we covered this week, <laughs> yeah. someone is not quite who they see. Oh, yes. <laughs> the ultimate catfish, if anyone. Uh, yeah. Okay, so this week's movie is Orthon. 
Uh, <laughs> did I say that with an F? That's weird. It's yeah. a, Orphan is a 2009 psychological horror film directed by Jean Colette Serra and written by David Leslie Johnson. Uh, the film stars Vera Farmiga, Peter Sarsgaard, Isabel Furman. Um, the plot is a husband and wife who recently lost their baby adopt a nine-year-old girl who is not nearly as innocent as she appears. So this film on the rating reviews, um, Rotten Tomatoes, I don't know if, if Lucy has contributed her uh, rating to this one, but the <laughs> critic score is 56. And then for the lowly non-tomatoes people, like us guys, it's at 63%. Um, <laughs> IMDb is at 7 out of 10. Letterbox is at 3.3 out of 5. Interestingly, this was Roger Ebert's, I was going to say his favourite film. It wasn't his favourite film. <laughs> yeah. But he gave he it a three and a half stars out of four because he grades things out of four. And he said, yeah. if you want a good horror film about a child from hell, you got one. Um, Much prefers it to Problem Child and... Problem Child. That's the only the kid kids. gets porridge stuck on the ceiling. So I always remember that bit for some reason. Gets what uh, stuck on the ceiling? Porridge. Always winding his poor granddad up. Orange. This is way better than Dennis the Menace, The Omen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All those naughty boys and girls, mostly boys, I guess. But yeah, this one's about uh, so ever, a such naughty, ever such a naughty girl in this. Uh, well, uh, oh, every, spoilers. <laughs> really, is she a naughty girl? No. <laughs> has everybody seen this before? I have, yeah. I think yeah. I saw it. I saw it a long time ago, but I think I knew the twist before I watched it because I think Same. somebody told mm. me that what the twist. they said you gotta watch this film you never guess what here's the twist and I just went oh did that ruin the experience for you do you think because I feel like that was a pretty good twist when I first saw it a long time yeah. ago mm, I don't know really I mean I guess it did but I still enjoyed it and I enjoyed mm. it this time as well it feels this is a dark castle film it actually feels quite tasteful when you think about it in that <laughs> in those terms <laughs> like it's quite yeah. a highbrow dark castle film I would say Stick A24 mm. in front of this. Uh, is this even a horror film? I mean, I guess it just go horror, isn't it, when the hammer comes out. But it feels like I mean, a Gone Girl thriller at times, that kind of, that kind of vibe. It is a bit scary, because it's almost like when you're watching it that you are kind of thinking, is there something supernatural about her? Even though you know there isn't, if you've seen it before. But I don't know, it's got that sort of vibe and the yeah. scare. There are, there are jump scares and there are like creepy... Mm moments you're like what's I think she with different writers, she they, could have, they could have taken it another way she could have been a she could have been a bloody brahms couldn't she if she if want to take it a different way but no she's not it's uh they play it down the line but mm. what about you lucy have you, you've obviously seen it before as well yeah i can't remember exactly when i saw it but i do know i didn't know the twist so it was it was a shock mm. for me <laughs> and yeah. what a shock it is i mean it's probably like one of the biggest sort of like the hell moment since like the first Saw film you know what I mean like you know it's kind of you know the, the, him getting up off the floor and then obviously what happens with, with her and this it's like what like it's kind of and it's, it's an insane reveal though because you're like that's not like that's bizarre that, that's that's batshit but at the same time it kind of fits the vibe of this film so yeah. I was digging it you know I, I didn't just I didn't mentally check out when I found out what was going on I was like okay I, I'm in this for the long haul you know yeah. right <laughs> yeah but I literally yeah. ca I can't remember when I watched it though because I mean it came out in 2009 it's been a long time uh, but I do remember yeah. I was probably like probably watched it when I was far too young I remember that much <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's a mad one 
when you were nine years old is when you were <laughs> or were you or were you 35 Pretending to be nine. disguised oh yeah well obviously we will we will get to that but that was pretty i think in i wouldn't say what the reveal is obviously but in terms of the way the reveal was in terms of the way it happened i thought it was really well done yeah um, and yeah I was, I was convinced even again even though i knew i was convinced um yeah, so obviously, that, and, and there's supposed to be a prequel coming out this year as well. I don't um, understand how, I know no. it's like the first family that she uh, set on fire or whatever. Orphaned. Or surely going to win. If that's, if that's the case, it's just about her doing a murder. But we're saying yeah. the, the, actor, the actress is, the same actress, Isabel Furman, is in it, and she, but she's yeah. 24 years old now. They're so, going to use de-aging technology, I imagine, to <laughs> to make her look even younger. <laughs> yeah, it's a prequel because listed in the cast, she's still Esther, but then there's somebody else playing young Esther. So maybe she's I going to start off as an adult, and mm. then no, I've got a great work. story for you. I've got a great story for you. You never guess what, and then she'll start telling it, and it'll be about when she was a murderous. When she was awesome. like when she was actually like a normal, nice little girl and she didn't have Never. ribbons. And yeah. then she goes mad because blooming hell, I'm getting a bit older, but I still look exactly the same like a kid. Better turn evil, I guess. Happened to Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Uh, of course, she got well there, pissed yeah. off with still looking young. Yeah. Having them curls. Human. And she yeah, just doubled with down. me she... as well. I still like them ten. <laughs> <laughs> you sure do. It's that propeller you have on your hat, Luke. <laughs> and the big wowie pop that you always like carry yeah. you always got ta- Tasmanian devil boxer shorts on all the time grow up <laughs> uh, you stop so who- yo-yoing Luke no wonder you're never, never going to stop yo-yoing you know me you're a shit out of yo-yoing <laughs> so who's Walking in this we've got <laughs> we've got Vera Farmiga um, mm-hmm. as Kate Coleman so and then Peter Sarsgaard as John Coleman Vera Farmiga, my God, she's in it. There must have been a period of time where every horror movie she was in, right? She's every yeah. horror mum. She's yep. every horror mum that has ever existed rolled mm-hmm. into one. I'd forgotten uh, she was in this. And yeah. you just saying it. That was the first it, twist for you. Just struck you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> she, she, she's here. Uh, and then you just said John Coleman, the most normal name of any character ever. <laughs> Hi there, my name's John Coleman. <laughs> just so... put, put the chase on. Hi, John Coleman. I'm from uh, I'm from the but Wirral, as... and I'm a tax assistant. <laughs> the Wirral. <laughs> do a bit of admin. <laughs> the Wirral. Yeah. Also, we've uh, met Peter Sarsgaard. Can't get on board with him being like uh, essentially a good guy because he's always a villain for me he's just got one of those faces but horniest dad award oh, does yeah, he get me, he was, he's the villain honestly this. this man he needs to chill out he needs to keep it in his pants for five minutes he's the God villain sake. of this film until about the last ten minutes as far as what I'm concerned what doesn't turn you on the kitchen <laughs> the fucking <laughs> everything not, not, not the orphanage okay let's not I mean let's, oh, <laughs> I've just he comes in one day. I've just put the dishwasher on. Oh, you know how that gets me going. <laughs> I just loaded the dishwasher completely wrong. Right. <laughs> Get to the bedroom. Vera Farmiga. Don't also, actually just here. Just here in the it, kitchen. Your wife yeah. has lost a child. Have some respect. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. 
Come on. Come on. It, yeah. Your wife's lost a child. You've got two children in the house and a recently adopted child. And you've got just, a job. <laughs> Focus on your job. <laughs> keep it in your pants or, I don't know, find somewhere quiet, sort yourself out. You've got a bedroom as well, um, John <laughs> Coleman. Like, John yeah, what? Yeah. No, listen, I don't. Listen, John Coleman. Only the kitchen. <laughs> when, when you've got when you've got three kids and a massively open plan house, I must say it's not that the kitchens, you know. Oh yes. Yeah, the like mirrors a, and you know, windows. Off the door, yeah. Literally, the walls a completely, completely glass fronted house, but it's completely yeah. open plan. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. The time for you to have spontaneous sex in your kitchen is past, mate. Soz. Don't mean to be a don't mean to be a downer. I mean, the the three kids is enough. Like who has the who has the honestly? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't have three kids, but I can imagine. Like, come on, come on, John. Yeah. Sort it out. This is how you ended up with three Cole, kids, man. John. Yeah. <laughs> um, I recognised um, uh, Sister Abigail. I recognised her from something. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. She What's she is... from now? She's in loads of stuff. I think she's in like a character actress. I think probably pops up in. Feel like she might yeah. have played a nun in something else. I reckon she had the habit. Can I play the nun yeah. in this? Oh, I don't know. She's we haven't in... got wardrobe for it. I've got a nun's outfit. Wear it. Yeah, I can't get the zip <laughs> off. It's stuck. So just do more parts. <laughs> <laughs> she's in Demon Knight. We've reviewed uh, that. She's in. See, this is who I. She's in Face Off, which is thinking what am I might. When I'm trying to picture oh, yeah. her, I picture her in like a 90s action film for some reason. Getting <laughs> getting killed by someone. I think maybe yeah. maybe Nicolas Cage does her in, possibly. Like maybe with a hammer. Something. Yeah. She's in Robocop 3. Oh, that's someone when he gets a jetpack and fights samurais. She oh. must have been one of the samurais. <laughs> or the jetpack. <laughs> she voices Amanda Waller in like every iteration of... Oh, there you go. It's like... That's yeah, why I recognize the voice. All the, the, D- all the DC animated stuff. She's yeah. all over it. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, and then it looks like just character actress because she's done loads and loads of TV as well. But yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, she, she is in the Fallout, the original Fallout game in 1997. Oh. And Head Scribe V. Look at that. <gasps> what she's a in connection. The Get out of here. Yeah, what a link. Stop. <laughs> is she a nun that. in the brotherhood? Who knows? She could be. She could be a nun. She could, could get be. hammered in the crust by any and everybody. Bless her. Uh, who else? And then we got like uh, Jimmy, Bennett. Just ki- Jimmy Bennett, the snooker player. <laughs> it sounds like a snooker player. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy <plays> Bennett. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel Coleman. Coleman. Give these oh. people more interesting names for God's sake. Also, that's not right. Hey. Don't call him Daniel Coleman. He's Daniel Coldboy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Daniel da- Coldboy. Daniel Coldboy for me is the second villain of this. Of oh, this yeah. oh, he's, especially, especially he, he's that he, annoying fucking snot nosed kid, isn't he? He really yeah. is. Especially when he says to Esther, like, no, I don't feel sorry for him in the least. But he was like, oh, Esther, you're a freak. You just shot that pigeon, you little psycho. Oh, yeah. You didn't want to shot it. Oh, I didn't and think it, it would hurt. It's, it's a painful, like stupid. Like, and he, think, pain he thinks he thinks he thinks <laughs> he thinks he shits out a guitar hero, but we can all tell he's playing it on the easiest easiest difficulty. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing like a mean, rise against yeah, song. At one point. His dad, like, look at me. It's like, all right, <laughs> look at yeah. me. I'm doing a rise against song. Shut the, up. The dad's reaction, though. Oh like, yeah, your great. sister's an artist. Have some respect. <laughs> bought her an easel. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. Oh, yeah, great. Sorry, really sorry, Daniel. Is your welcome to the family to this adopted kid we've just got? Maybe I don't want to watch you play Guitar Hero right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it's a great bad. game. It was. It was, great it was game. the that was the first one as well. They're playing. I, I think it was the Xbox version of the second one because those white yeah. guitars. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Not that, not wow. not. I didn't spend hours and hours. No, no, no I've worked at game at the time I sold them. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Andy's notes while watching this film is just on the Guitar Hero tech. It was Guitar Hero too. Yeah. I remember uh, playing I that game so the... much that as I went, as I looked away from the TV, like the world was like falling away your from me. Like... Your TV would look like it was like scrolling up the wall. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I did that as well. Yeah. I was all I was always absolutely terrible at Guitar Hero, like really shit. Just could never could never get got, it down. I got to the point where uh, I was good enough, you know, I play guitar anyway. But like, it felt like I was actually playing like <laughs> solos and lead bits and like adding feeling to like pressing yeah. the buttons. <laughs> actually doing a, actually doing like a concert. We got genuinely got paid to play guitar here for a while uh, when it first came out our district manager came oh. and said, Are we games like this we want to get people getting their hands on it so literally i spent several shifts standing in a shop playing guitar hero all day because my boss had told me to what a time why'd you quit that job you're a paid musician That's yeah, amazing. I was, uh, you put that on my cv a paid musician <laughs> yeah there we go what did you play xbox <laughs> xbox plastic guitar Thanks. yeah that counts yeah uh, uh okay. then there's the other little girl uh is she not credited max her name is ariana engineer it's an interesting <gasps> surname isn't it oh wow engine she's an actress oh, like a little oh, hearing wow. aid yeah <laughs> but what why is her surname engineer that's not a surname is it she related to those um Big white fellas from Prometheus. Oh yeah, the big. <laughs> one of those is a dad. One of those big nope. Jesuses. <laughs> is your dad one of them big Jesuses from big Prometheus? Big space Jesus. <laughs> space Jesus. Uh, there we go. Uh, that's it. Everyone else is like, there's there's some nuns. Uh, there's like yeah. a mum who's trying to get into Peter Sarsgaard's pants at one point. Oh, yeah. I got yeah. I got a chair that needs moving upstairs. Is that a euphemism? There's yeah, there's yeah, there's cougar, there's cougar affair mom, there's her daughter, like bully kid, the third villain of the thing, deserves getting a leg broken if you ask me. That probably oh turned God, her yeah. life around. She would have probably grown up to be a right psycho. I think yeah. being stood up to at a young age probably has set her right. Yeah, yeah, broken ankle and all. That was the scariest scene, I think, in terms of like jump scares that and a... that in, in that park. <laughs> it made me jump. Like... Yeah, a proper horror movie set within like. I mean, that climbing frame was like the biggest climbing frame ever. I mean, it looked like a normal climbing frame from outside. But inside, <laughs> it was like miles long. The TARDIS. <laughs> there we go. Um, uh, okay, so... Uh, interesting oh, as well. Actually, oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, Leonardo DiCaprio is one of the producers on this movie as well. Yeah, he had some spare wow. cash. Some spare Didn't dollar. Um, <laughs> this yeah, what are you starts say? with like... Horrid night I was like, scene. Yeah, I was like, this is like a, a scene from... Um, What's that one that we watched where it's all the nightmare? They may be dead in Vietnam. Oh, yeah, Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. It's like a scene from Jacob's oh, Ladder. It begins in Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm having a baby. And she's like, oh, brilliant. First baby, Nana, third. Right, let me just push you into the nightmare theatre where this will all go horrid. Yeah, like, horror, blood, like a trail of blood across the floor. And it's like the woman's like smiling. It's all going to be great. And 
Um, John Coleman's there filming it, going, "Oh, you're doing ever so good." Yeah, horrendous. Really is he horny at this? Is he horny at this moment as well? Probably. <laughs> Probably. I know you're just about to have a baby, but I can't help but just assume. Never yes. <laughs> can't wait to make another one. Me, John Coleman, horniest dad. <laughs> Hello, mug. The, the nurse brush. The nurse well, brushes past The nurse brushes past him and he goes, Boy, you try you trying it as well. Oh, oh, he's just a he's just a wrong end. Yeah. But this is just a dream sequence. So you know, anything that happens in this dream sequence, not real. Not yeah. reflective on his actual oh. character because traumatizing yeah. though, honestly. And I think Especially as a woman, I was watching that like, ah, no, mm. no, thanks. <laughs> I would not like to be in her shoes right now. No. Yeah, so, in that was disturbing. Mm. <laughs> it's very disturbing. It was disturbing, yeah. They literally pass her. So and, and originally they say, sorry, your baby's died. Um, yeah. ter- terribly sorry. And then they go, actually, baby's just yeah. been born. Here it is, covered in blood. Yeah. Which is, uh, and she wakes up like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, we we flash forward. Obviously, this is something that's happened in the past. I think we establish it in the scenes that come through. This is the rest. There are some things that we picked up. It would have been their their third child. You see that she has a scar on her stomach now, but probably yeah. indicates they. I, mean, I don't think it ever explicitly comes out, but maybe they are unable to have any more children. So they, as well as the trauma of having lost a baby, they're they're obviously not you know trying like, again themselves super, as an option. So looking at adoption super traumatic uh circumstances as well because a little bit later we find out a bit more where we find out that the baby had like essentially been dead in her stomach for like yeah. a, n- a number, number of days phantom, so we had phantom, to deliver they had to deliver uh, a stillborn baby which is yeah so it was a still basically yeah. yeah yeah so like obviously a super horrific traumatic event um mm-hmm. And yeah, that probably does make sense, Andy. Even though they didn't confirm it, I think we're we're led to believe that she can't have any children. Yeah, um, and that's kind of the root cause for the adoption that we're going down now, because they're. And I think she goes as far as saying it that the the kind of love that they were preparing to um, put into this baby, it's a remainder now. So you've got to use it for something. Um, you know, so, they, so love they, works. They, they yeah, you you can't. <laughs> Can't 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 do anything else that don't want to put away. So they want to put it into uh, an adopted child that doesn't have a got all um, this love over her. Who wants it? Someone's got to have it. The existing two kids are like, oh, it's going I in. I don't want it. I don't want. Maybe that's what John Coleman's like. That's why John Coleman's such a horny bastard because he's like, yeah, I've got loads of love to go around. All right, kitchen. <laughs> oh god, corridor, I need at least bathroom. three kids. Otherwise, I'm going to be a permanent surplus of love. It's going to be like the milk lakes, and I don't want this to go off. So I need to uh, find somewhere to put <laughs> choice, it. All. Choice of words. Jeez, <laughs> it's the most famous surplus I could think of. <laughs> John <laughs> Coleman's milk lakes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, it's such a it's, snap decision, though, isn't it? They're just kind of like, "Oh, we should adopt," and it's like, "Okay, maybe we should." I was straight I wasn't to the open sure. day down at the orphanage. <laughs> were, were we made to think that 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 happened like recently? Do we know? I think they may have been talking about it for a while because um, Vera mentions have... it to a to a therapist. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, okay. So oh, wait, wait, she because she was kind of mentions that we're hatching. I think she must recount the nightmare to her. 
And she goes, maybe I've have had this nightmare because we're going to go um, down the down to the adopt a kid day at the local nunnery. Do um, they explain? <laughs> the the local, we're like the open local... house thing at the. Yeah, orphanage. they just let people in and walk around and mill about with the orphans. Just go see one yeah. you like. Just ask it if it wants to come out. <laughs> That's as easy as that. <laughs> do they do they explain why they're adopting like an older child? Is that uh, ever explained? The nun, the nun says, "Oh, not many people, not many people do adopt an older child because like, everyone wants babies. Like getting animals, I guess. Everyone wants puppy. Like it's like, oh, they want a baby. So they are looking at this group of kids that maybe have kind of accepted to agree they're unlikely to get adopted. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've gone along to see them. Gone along to the local orphanage to see what's." There's loads of good ones running around downstairs playing (laughs) Red Rover and uh, Lurgy. There's a great line, there's a great line of like classic child play uh, dialogue, genuine that comes up a classic no, 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 you cannot catch me. Kids are obsessed (laughs) with who can and can't catch them. You remember that when you were a kid being like uncatchable? You know that, Andy. <laughs> Kids are always like, oh, I can't catch them. No, I, I was no matter how much I rem- chase them, rem- I never that. can. Remember being oh, a yeah, kid and just thinking, uncatchable. <laughs> uncatchable. And you're, are and you the you, child catcher? What's yeah. going on here? And the other thing that you want to do is taunt people with the knowledge that no matter how hard they try, yeah, they, they can't catch you. Yeah, that's pretty good there. <laughs> people do lose their temper though if you go. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you can't catch me for ask all it was for a penny cup of tea which makes no sense who says I've that never heard that before never heard that. Well, where are you from me. what oh the, the midlands it's a melting oh, pot of society sorry. yeah can't catch me for a penny cup of tea. i mean a penny cup of tea these <laughs> days what a bargain <laughs> i mean going to going to your local please, please going to a local starbucks you say pay your taxes and say well you can have a penny cup of tea you say well all's forgiven Take it. Only if you can catch him. Come in. (laughs) Only if I write my name right on the cup. Um, Yeah. Kids love to talk to people with who who can and can't catch them. Also, in this initial scene, I'm I don't know if it's just me. I should have rewound it and and checked. I'm pretty sure Esther hasn't got a Russian accent in this scene, right? Um sounds as American as they come. She sounds Maybe no, the vaguest amount. Maybe she rolls an yeah. R or two. You're really yeah, accent, yeah. It yeah. is one of those accents that drops in and out. And I don't know, was she putting it on? I couldn't. I, maybe I missed that. Was she supposed to be putting it on? Well, she's not actually from Russia, is she? No, she's, she's no. from Estonia. She, yeah, she's, she's Estonia. But like, I'm yeah. not an I'm not an accent expert, but I, I imagine there are some similarities there, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not American. They don't sound American. Um, I think it's like Soviet Union, Estonia. It's definitely, it's regionally, it's regionally accurate. I wouldn't be able to say the difference between, and obviously they have their own languages. So I imagine speaking English, there would be a a crossover with, you know, some sounds that would, that would carry over. But um, Esther, who we meet for our first time here, John's already up to it. Like literally they get there and he goes, oh, I'm just going (laughs) to nip for a waz. And instead of coming back to where his wife and the nun and the entire Torah, he wanders off because he hears 
a female singing voice. He goes, well, like, oh, that's, that's me, John Coleman. Now that's we, my game. Consider it, considering the twist, we can make these jokes, okay? We can make we these can, jokes. okay? Disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, we can we can disparage this man's character as much as we like. Doesn't yeah. go back. He just hears a singing, singing. I mean, fair play to Esther. She's trying to get adopted. All the kids are playing. You can't catch me and running around in the thing. She thinks. I need. Uh, she's obviously been reading like some some techniques. How do I get adopted? She read a listicle. Ten ways you can get adopted. She's it's a like, master right. master manipulator. <laughs> like on WikiHow, she's like, right, how to get adopted? How to get adopted? Right. I've got to, how to get adopted. Be cute. Sit sit and paint a really lovely picture, but then have a sad poetic story to go with it, and mm. make sure you're on your own, not with the other orphans. And you're singing a song. So she's at the top of the stairs in the classroom, just singing, like, painting a picture, going, lonely, lonely. Like, look at this tiger. Hey, it's, lost its, it's lost its cubs. That sounds familiar, right? Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> she's definitely yeah. ripped that story off. She claims it as her own, but she's ripped that story off, right? Mm-hmm. Who she thinks she's, she is? Yeah, so John Coleman's one at Caesar. She goes, oh, what's that picture you're doing? Lion. Looks sad, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, it's because... Uh, it's because her cubs, uh, you know, which is a lion's version of children, are missing. And when she's asleep, I'll paint them in. Obviously, narratively, this will be a static picture. It wouldn't, unless you were standing here right now, this would make no sense. But, but as you are here, I'll paint the lion in. And in a dream, the lions find her. And it such happens in real life as well. And then as they're finishing that story, um, the nun and, and Vera yeah. rock up. And it's like, Look at this story. This is Esther, by the way. Yeah. Best like, orphan in town. Have you got her in blonde? Look how talented she is. <laughs> Look at this art for a nine-year-old. Isn't this a bit weird? Like, how can she paint so well? Yeah, that's and, weird, because she's like doing like the eyes of the tiger. Is there a twist? not even looking at the, <laughs> at the canvas that she's painting. Yeah. Maybe they're thinking, let's adopt her. Uh, and set and sell her painting, yeah. Sell her paintings, uh, make loads of money. Everyone will be happy. It's fine, mm-hmm. especially us. Yeah, <laughs> especially us. Yeah. I don't know so, though about you guys, but like, if I was in an orphanage and I would just found a child singing and painting on their own, I would be a little bit creeped out. Is that just me? Why are you by yourself? Like, I've seen horror films. All right. Like, yeah. I don't trust yeah. you. Maybe that, maybe that's it. Kate and John Coleman have never seen a horror film. No, and they were like, oh, we've talked, we've talked I mean, the babes. There we, we all go. know John only watches one kind of film. One kind of film. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you watching, John? You relaxing in there? Yeah. I'm oh, so relaxed God. right now. I'm so relaxed <laughs> right now. Uh, and Kate oh, seems like the kind of person, you know, what does she watch? Um, nothing night- with alcohol. Night- yeah, nightmares about not drinking. Yeah, just things with, <laughs> yeah. AA um, meetings on. She doesn't. She, she don't, then don't start with. Oh yeah, sorry, that's sorry, an AA thing. Sorry. And she is not into that. Sorry. When when the grandma's talking, she goes, uh, "That's an AA phrase." So fuck you. Um, but oh, like, that that's you know, my dear. But so just before we move on to the thing, like if you guys found yourselves in an orphanage, what would your what would your technique be if you wanted to um, snag a family? You wanted to snag this particular family. How are you going? How are you going to pull them in? Just. Cute as possible. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Cute, polite, some form of talent, I guess. 
maybe, maybe not like singing and painting. That's a bit of a weird flex. Like, I'll get a break. I'll yeah. get a break dance tonight straight away. You've got to stand out from the kids that are just running about and chasing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll get a boombox out. On some <laughs> run DMC, some cardboard on I'd... the floor. <laughs> just, yeah, Put some just... cardboard over the floor, and then Luke, he's in the orphanage with me for some reason. Uh, we come, we, we come as a pair. He do kick flips over my head. Yeah, I'd, hype, go, man. I'd go the other way. I think I'd try and just be like the saddest. I think I'd just lie face down on the floor. Stuck, <laughs> I can't get up. <laughs> All the other kids are running. They'd be like. Oh, I'm so unadopted that, like, oh, literally, I try and do. I try unadopted. And, I try and do like a Padme from the end of uh, Star Wars. You know, when she just gives up on life, yeah. just sit yeah. there and do a big breath out, and then hold your breath until someone says, well, "All right, we'll adopt you." And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> seems like a good. Seems like a good method, I'd say, Andy. How about you, Lucy? How are you getting adopted? Don't you? <laughs> No, I don't know. I would, I would just, just act normal for one. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to break dance or like sing, sing and paint pictures of sad lions. I'll just try and be, try and be polite and be like, hey, man. They'll be like the parents. Adopt like, me. I'll do things normal. around the house or something. I don't know. I'm very She's lonely. Hiding something. Yeah, too normal. <laughs> She's hiding something. Too normal. <laughs> Oh. I don't know, man. That's I've got any skills. So. I'll, do things ra- I'll do things around the house, but I'm not cleaning the kitchen, John Coleman. All I'll right? fuck the kitchen, guys. I've seen what you do in there. I showed him my... I do come uh... with this UV light. I'm going to be checking every room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John's worst nightmare. <laughs> it'd, be worse, it'd be worse than John's that. Like and you painted all over my bedroom, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Jackson Pollock. Yeah, maybe that's what the paint that she uses is later when you know the, the infrared paint that she does the pictures with. Because I don't know where she's buying that from. There's plenty of it. There's plenty of it knocking about. You know, he's got his he's got milk lakes just to need. No. Nah. <laughs> <Milk laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so they they adopt they adopt Esther, but like, how quick is this process? Do they literally just go? You just take her. Yeah, yeah, we'll have it. Pop in the boot. It's contactless. Literally, it comes up. Put your phone in the reader. <laughs> phone. And at this point, Sister Abigail is like, is she like a bit suspicious? Maybe like I don't she know. She seemed a bit suspicious, but then then she seemed to be like, yeah, let's get her gone. She's, she's great. She <laughs> seemed quite up for it at the end. Yeah. yeah she's tried to kill me at least four times. Ship her out. She's <laughs> looking at my head like she wants to hit it with a hammer. <laughs> Yeah. So the rest of the family. So Max is five years old and she's deaf. On the way home, uh, Kate is teaching Esther some sign language. Um, and there's another son, another son, one son called Daniel Coleman. Oh yeah. boy. Cold boy, sorry, yeah. And he's a bit jealous and cold towards her. He thinks she looks oh, like she's a... walked out of a absolute piece of work. He's on about Transylvania before she's even got a foot in the door. Oh, yeah. He says Transylvania, and they say, well, where are you from? Transylvania? And they go, Transylvania's not a country, actually. Racist little prick. Get the fuck out. <laughs> go back to yeah. Guitar Hero on, like, easy mode. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Um, and then pretty much, so Esther, they, get, they give her some presents, and she's kind of like settle, settling in nicely, giving her dad a hug while looking at Daniel, as if to say, Daniel's that's human. right. 
I just right. thought I, I sort it's of wanted to like flip him the V's. <laughs> yeah. I kind of thought that was going to happen. <laughs> to be fair. Um, yeah. And then I guess throughout this, we kind of see that there are like bits when John and Kate are like sort of touching each other or kissing or something, and then it flashes to Esther's face. She ain't happy. She's not happy about it. She's she doesn't like it. And the first time, it's a bit like um, Amityville from the other week. There's a there's a thunderstorm, and we're guessing that sex has been off the table for a while because John Coleman is raging, obviously. Um, and then it looks like it looks like it's it looks like it's back on the menu. And then the kids like um, Esther Meat's is engineered. back on the menu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Esther is engineered. It's the girl. They're like oh. Um, we're we're scared of the lightning. She's brought yeah. um, Max in with her, and they go, oh, "I'm gonna sleep next to Daddy." And then uh, John's all like, "Oh, give us a minute." <laughs> <laughs> well, give us a, he does say something like that. Oh, wait yeah, a sec. Yeah. What do you do? A, ta- a tactical, yeah, quickly, yeah, as a quick as a quick adjust, and then you know puts on a party <laughs> political broadcast or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> He has like a little water pistol, ice cold for just these situations. Dad, why are you holding a pillow there? It's just comfy, it's where I like it, all right? <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, Esther. <laughs> yeah, Your little oh. cock block. <laughs> yeah, he's like... <laughs> oh, yeah, Esther. Esther's cock block attempts. Well, not even attempts. She's pretty much successful at every turn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and obviously... Then there's a bit here in the Wikipedia description. It immediately goes to kitchen, kitchen action. But I don't know if that happens straight away, does it? There's some other. Uh, there's, there's a little Esther, bit. Like she goes to school first. She goes. She goes to school and she's. Um, don't know what the problem is. She's wearing a lovely dress. Oh, on this point, we've already. I think the sisters, the nun, has pointed out that she wears those ribbons all the time. Don't try and take them off. That. Yeah, basically turns she, into like it activates a mutant power. Apparently, if you if you touch yeah. him, she screams that entire school down. That's the only, right that's the only time she kicked off. Apparently, in the orphanage was when they tried to touch her ribbons. I mean, I don't know why you would. Why would you get these ribbons off? I'm sick of them. <laughs> Let a kid accessorize if she wants, but she's got a she's dressed up in a nice dress, and the the brother and sister are laughing of making an effort. For your first day at school. Um, so she goes in, uh, you know, they go into school and she meets the bully girl who is, again, as I say, real piece of work. What does she work. say? She says, oh, little Bo Peep has texted me. Little Bo Peep ain't got a phone. And she says, she wants her outfit back. Fucking great it's joke. Like sick burn. It's like, just, just be an F of school. <laughs> yeah. Also, bearing in, in mind, you know that Esther knows swear words. Maybe it's just an American school versus an English school thing. Esther could have just gone, fuck off, love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck then, off, or I'll break your does, uh, <laughs> Esther does like, give her the like, thousand yard stare, though. Like immediately like, afterwards, she looks like she's yeah. like a wrestler looking at someone about to suplex. <laughs> yeah. Like she's just like Goldberg about to gore him from across the, uh, across the room. Just doing the Stone Cold Steve Austin looking at a watch. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what time it is. Yeah. What? Oh my God. Um, uh, so yeah, and the, here, the, your favorite kitchen, kitchen. scene. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, kitchen scene is. I'm not sure what's happening before that. What sets him off? 
Oh, a noise, smell. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> could be anything. So someone breathed in his vicinity. He's like, yeah. yes. I've just had a lovely piece of cheese, a lovely bit of brie, and you know what? That really gets brie, me going. A French cheese. Got me French, quite a romantic country. Um, Are you going to so, brush your teeth? Uh, Are you going to brush your teeth first, at least, John? No. All right. <laughs> got the got the right horn on. So and then. She's like, oh, go on then. Let's have a tiny bit of sex in that. For some reason, John's like, right, I better strip off almost entirely. Make sure that if any of the kids, the kids that are not out or necessarily even asleep, out of his clothes. Yeah, literally, if any of them... There was always a kid at school who would stand up to the urinal and pull his trousers all the way down. He was that kid. Yeah. Oh, no. What, what? I'm, either, I'm either naked or fully clothed. There's no in-between. All right? What are, we, what are we doing here, John? Because, you know, it feels like we're having sort of an opportune and spontaneous bit of sex. We could just, no, no, I've got to strip off entirely. So if any of the kids walk in, there is no feasible alternative <laughs> explanation for what I'm doing. It's not even stealthy. It's like, right, and then she, and she gets like a top off and she's got a full bra out and it's like, come on, guys. I mean, like, this is not stealthy. This is yeah. obvious. Just full yeah, on. Like, you know? And then, yeah. lo and behold... Who moments later. They hear that Mel Gear solid noise, like the alarm noise. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> there's a, there's, there's, a, there's a cut scene where like Esther is going down the stairs under a cardboard box. <laughs> <laughs> and the evade music kicks in. So obviously Esther sees and then just immediately vanishes out of shot, but then too late, damage has been done. Um, sexy time is over. One of the greatest horrors, like, oh, God, I'm going to have to have an awkward conversation with someone. Yeah. It's Lucy's favourite scene. I think. And then it's, it's the, the best scene in the whole film. God, <laughs> you, should ex- you should describe this one, Lucy, if anyone... Okay, cool. So, obviously, Esther's just witnessed her parents trying to, like, basically fuck on the kitchen counter. Uh, and then, obviously, she's painting in her room. That was a, shag- a shaggy lyric, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, John sort of said it wasn't him. Of course, <laughs> John Coleman on the counter. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to do a serious explanation here. How dare you? All right, sorry, sorry. professional on. mode. Uh, Mum comes in. She's like, "Hello, adopted daughter. I need to talk to you about something about what you saw last night." So, you know, when when adults, you know, love each other, they kind of want to express themselves and whatever. And Esther just turns around and just goes, "I know they fuck." <laughs> Yeah. And then she just goes, and it's, it's the Vera Farmiga just like, <laughs> like look. And, and I she just it. leave. She leaves it at that, doesn't she? She goes, and then it right. just cuts Fair to enough. her with a young woman being like, "So our daughter knows what what fucking is. Uh, should we should we talk about this?" And then he's like, "Nah, <laughs> he's doing his job. Like he's an architect or something. Like, just like, no, 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 no. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You know, kids say when... the darndest yeah. things. Don't worry about it. <laughs> kids say the darndest <laughs> And she's just like, <laughs> I think you just." <laughs> I mean, f- fine to explain, but I wouldn't. If that happened, you wouldn't automatically think that like that child had, you know, yeah. been through. You just think maybe they heard it at school. Maybe they, you know, yeah, they've been in an orphanage like kids, around other kids. These mobile phones these years. days. Yeah, the dad's like she's very picked it from River Wass's like architecture drawing a sex swing. I don't know where she's got it from. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so. I do love how nonchalant he is. Though he's just like. Neh. Don't worry about it, man. Like, it's fine. He's got, let's be honest, he's got other things on his mind at all times. Yeah, he's, he's too busy fuming from what happened, you know. Yeah. Yes. Devastated. Yeah. 
What's Blue your, balls. Uh, yeah, what's been your, a while. <laughs> what's, what's your latest uh, architect project? And it's just literally loads of like phallic towers that you draw. <laughs> Yeah, this one's the great. The entire house is just a massive dick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, these two little rounds the <laughs> We'll live in the balls. That's good. Nice. That's where we'll live. What, what Here's the have? corridor. <laughs> oh, I've just got this new contract. I'm exclusively designing like train tunnels and stuff like that. I'm so wound up. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, it's great. Though, so yeah. he hasn't got... Uh, like, oh, we haven't covered... Um, Vera's job yet. I know that's the actress's name, not the character, but I'm, that one's refused what, to speak, unfortunately. Kate. 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 Yeah. Right, so Kate's job is miscellaneous piano. She used to teach piano at, like, Yale or something oh, like yeah. that, but now she doesn't. Does she do piano tuning as well? There's one bit where she's, like, tuning a couple of notes or something, and then she just starts to play. It's quite a nice oh. little slumber moment. Yeah. Early, in the film, when she gets, early in the film, that when she gets livid, that her really insensitive that uh, like hearing impaired daughter is playing basketball loudly while she's trying to, while she's yeah. trying to play piano, and she runs out and shouts at her, like whoa, 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 and she shout, gets, like, shout, oh. shout signs there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, um, we understand a bit of history about the character as well. That she, obviously, with the with the um, miscarriage and everything, we understand that she had a drinking problem as well. Not. Mm-hmm. Bad enough for her to go to AA, AA, but she quit drinking and she still has little temptations. She's like, sometimes she went, I drove, drove past a wine shop the other day. Did you go in? No, no, <laughs> I just looked. I went in, I smelled the bottles. Really <laughs> actually, sorry, pretty insensitive, but yeah, yeah so obviously so she she's has, got problems. She has that drinking, she has, she gave up drinking. She never went to AA. She gave up drinking because one day we assume you know, following the grief of either his affair or the miscarriage, possibly both. She mm. was very drunk and that's why Max is deaf because she fell in the pond. Mm. Yeah, it's quite, that's quite a bizarre kind of scene between her and it's, yeah. it's like, it's the grandma character, but I couldn't work out like exactly who she was, like, whose parent she was, to that's be honest. John true, Coleman's yeah. dad. She's, is uh, it John's? Mrs. I Coleman. thought she was Odds on to be to be get killed, right? Get yeah, killed. I thought Nan yeah. was. I thought Nan was getting done in. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. gets off Scott. Gets off Scott free. Because yeah. she's quite a ju- she's quite a judgy bitch, honestly. Just in the background, like, so what are you doing with your life? And it's like, all right, all right, Col Nan, Col Nan, yeah, Col Nan. It's just like, you know, so, are you still drinking all this shit? They talk about the pond. It's like, come on, man. You know, have yeah. a little bit of tact when you talk yeah. to somebody. Like, don't don't bring up all of the traumas. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. stop this. She's insane. In your face, it must, it's you got to be here, man. Fire later on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. 
For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, Fireman just... Nan. <laughs> yeah, no. She's always on the scene. She's a villain as well. I'm a nan. <laughs> judging no. you for drinking wine. I'm, I'm a nan. nan. Uh, <laughs> um, this family. Yeah, basically. Well, like Kate has her problems, but is definitely the least villain. So basically, people who are not villains in this probably goes Kate. Naturally. Max, then Kate, then Esther. Everyone else is real. <laughs> um, so uh, we go back to school after 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 this scene. So basically, we had the little um, little tete a tete about um, Esther knowing all about fucks. Um, and then the next day at school, she takes her by. Or, or do we have the bathtub scene beforehand as well, where? Is this before school? I think yeah. the, the Bible comes first, yeah. doesn't it? It's, it's somewhere around here. So yeah, the Bible, yeah. basically Esther takes her Bible to school, which has got mm-hmm. some photos in it as bookmarks. The bully kid, fresh off that sick burn about little Bo Peep earlier on, Damn. basically snatches the, goes to snatch the Bible, for scatters pages everywhere, um, and then goes to touch Esther's ribbon. Um, meaning she just like the scream of the banshee so much that the camera goes wobbly. Yeah. Um, and then basically she has marked herself out for being got. She is going to be the first target of Esther's terrible revenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think not long after that is when um, what's his name? Danny is doing a bit of paintballing. The pigeon lands on top of the target asking for it, if anything. Um, and he shoots it, but then immediately regrets it because he's like, I thought it'd just go, ow, but no, it dies. Classic making excuses. He runs over to look at that <laughs> pigeon. Esther and Max come up and she goes, rightly so, like it's in pain. You've got you've to finish it off now, thankfully. Old Painless yeah. is right here, half a break. Um, and she's like, <laughs> you've got you've to finish painless. it off now. And he goes like, oh, I, I won't do it. I won't do it at all. And she goes, well, fine. I'll do it for you then. She like, smashes the pigeon with a brick splashes him with blood and he's like oh you're a freak runs off and it's like you hit it with a pimple that is on that is on you mate like she had to do something that was unfortunate um you know but she wasn't she wasn't just bricking a completely fine pigeon (laughs) yeah and already in this early stage we can see how she's like manipulating max in order to essentially keep her completely quiet um, as a sort of her, silent, silent accomplice, essentially, um, which you know 
makes sense, I guess. Comes in um, handy. And not long after that is when she gets the cl- the bully classmate um, in probably the most tense scene of the whole film. Yeah. Playground, yeah. like playgrounds are scary, you know. Um, I remember in a, si- a similar sized playground when I was a kid, I jumped from like one area to another, slipped, landed directly on the ghoulies <laughs> on like a bar and then like swung underneath and fell and landed on my head. Oh, there's probably um, still, if you take your, your hat off, Ben, I bet there's probably still little bits of bark in, like, embedded <laughs> in your scalp to this day. Oh, oh God. Someone might have pushed me. An orphan might have pushed me. Who knows? Did you snatch a Bible off anyone at school the week before? That is always snatching so. Bibles, Ben. Maybe, maybe some Pokemon Catching cards. kids. i'll show you someone said you can't catch me ben took that as a challenge is that right see you later (laughs) oh and it was one of those things you know when you're in like the world of pain something absolutely terrible has happened when you get winded or something and somebody immediately says are you all right you can't you can't can't, can't, can't answer yeah literally can't say a word the worst bit when you hurt yourself in an incident like that is when for a moment before it hurts feels like an eternity you know things are going to hurt a lot any second now but there's just like a moment of clarity where everything's silent maybe you can hear some birds yeah, singing yeah just like look away you can like see the raindrops falling down like you've got spider sense or something like that and then it's like all of a sudden shoot back into it like fuck you yep. uh yeah um, so the, the little the girl is yeah, there's loads of like kids running around like obviously it's a playground you expect kids to be running around but she all of a sudden is spooked by it she's spooked by every kid like screaming coming around quickly coming around the corner she's shit she knows see that's the fact it's karma yeah. and she, she thinks knows she's did wrong she yeah. knows she's gonna get it that death there has got into her head mm-hmm. and she's like right i better get up to the i better get up to the high ground john has gone off for a smoke to calm down john coleman just to clarify He's gone off for a little smoke to calm down because he just in he's just encountered a uh, like a flirty mom. Mm-hmm. Is is it just a flirty mom or is it someone he's had history with? Seems like there was history. Because it's all how's the housing association doing without me? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. The housing Again, association. Is that also is that also a euphemism? Are they talking in riddles? <laughs> is that the swingers club it used to be a part of? <laughs> One of my chair legs is broken. Wink, wink. I need a chair moving upstairs. If you were a flirty parent outside the thing trying to arrange an affair, Ben, what would you, what what menial task would you invite someone around to do? (laughs) Uh, um, Come round and hmm. hoover the stairs. Come round (laughs) and hoover the stairs. Come round and do me washing up. Wipe the banister. (laughs) Like the banister, that's a good one. My banister is ever so. Banister banister needs waxing. It needs a polish. It needs a polish. It's ever so dirty. And it's really long. (laughs) My drains are full of hair. (laughs) My drain trap needs emptying out. (laughs) Please. Suck my dick. No, no, no. no. (laughs) Oh, God, I got carried away. Shit. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean that. I'm in a playground, for fuck's sake. There's some weird stains on the toilet bowl. (laughs) (laughs) My cups need bleaching, if you know what I mean. (laughs) um, My pillows need fluffing up. Turning over. That's enough. I've had enough. Stop. 
Um, he's, too, he's too turned on. He's gone full John Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> Famous sex pest, John Coleman. Big John Coleman energy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, please, no. Um, Esther notices them flirting, but there's no time to focus on that now. She's got a spooked kid to deal yeah. with. So what I like about this, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, Andy. Going, when yeah. she notices them flirting, she like follows John's mm. like eyeline, what he's looking at. So he kind of like looks at chest area, and then he's like, Is she's probably like watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's making notes. Chest area. But yeah, I, I kind of like that. I think it added added such a like interesting dynamic to that scene. I was a bit like, yeah. oh, then she goes so anyway. I can't deal with that now. I've got to deal with this kid. Um, naturally, the the bully girl starting to get spooked by the sound of children playing thinks better take to the high ground. She goes up to the she goes up to the high ground, looks kind of over the precipice of the slide. Sensible child would have just gone down it, gone down the slide, get out of the danger. And she's there for long, and if she just hears those three notes from the end of like a Mortal Kombat round, it's like da da da, and it goes slightly darker. This was this. And then literally gets like <laughs> thumped off the end, yeah, um, and busts a leg on the slide. Yeah, Esther's like a wild animal. You know when they reboot the X Men, she'd make a great Wolverine. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <the> right height. <laughs> She's got Let's the rage as well. She gives her the rage. She gives, yeah. she gives her a rage attack and sends her off. I, I, it's not made explicitly clear, but it's clear enough that it's Esther, right? We don't see her properly. Oh, I think we see. Well, we see her, and yeah, then, and then Max looks up at Esther. Oh, we do. Esther's like stood at the top of the slide. Yeah, yeah. She's and then, like, like, uh, and then a dinner point. Max covers for Esther and says mm-hmm. that the bully slipped. Slipped mm. over. Yeah, yeah um, and then we, we, we already understand that Esther can understand sign language like really well already. Um, so there's obviously that connection there with Max. That's the one of the reasons why she's covering for her is because she's developing that connection mm-hmm. somewhat. I think the parent of the bully kid like says that Esther pushed her, but Esther just says we are playing and she slipped. Um, but when Sister Abigail arrives, they do start talking about all of the accidents and tragic events that happened, and Esther seems to be there as well. There was a guy, there was a kid, sorry, running with scissors, and he ended up chopping stabbed up in the chops. Stabbed in the chops, yeah. Someone else. Uh, what else? Someone had a paper cut. <laughs> Esther, for fucks. Sake. Yeah, oh. all these, all these things. Someone that sat happened. in a thumbtack. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is like a like an escalation. Of these things. Oh, one one of these kids got caught stealing, and Esther was there. It's like you're oh. reaching, reaching now. Someone's and... Tamagotchi died. Esther. Esther. <laughs> <laughs> What's that smell? Esther. <laughs> it's a dog. <laughs> and the, the family are already kind of starting to get at odds with each other because even before um sister abigail comes round um john and and kate are having a chat and this is where john gets more villain energy about him because they were like oh yeah you know esther esther said all these things oh she all esther also said you were flirting with um with sex mom from down <laughs> from from around the way and it's like oh yeah she asked me to just chest me- area Oh, chest area, of course. You're talking to <laughs> chest area. Um, you were flirting with her, right? Esther told me that you were. And she's like, nah, nah, I wasn't. Uh, Esther and this told is... me 
we were having a joke about it. Actually, I blew her off. She's bet you did. <laughs> he said, no, we could have. Why didn't you? Why didn't you mention it to me? We could have laughed about it. And he's like, you can't get jealous of every time I maybe, you know, play to type. Bearing in mind, I've already had one affair. She's like, well, you did have an affair, didn't you? Just don't keep reminding me about that. This is why I kept that time thinking. you made our kid deaf by almost drowning her. Just like, yeah. I win. <laughs> I'll do I four affairs, all right? Four affairs <laughs> will still not outweigh that. Four affairs <laughs> equals one kid deafening. Yeah. If we're just so toning up. This marriage, though, what a mess. Yeah. He is no good. Fucking hell. Yeah. I, I feel it is one of those. But that's what I quite like about it. Is there's, a, there's, enough of, there's enough going on there that it makes it complicated and you don't mm. quite know who to side with, if anybody. It is interesting. <laughs> oh, that yeah. way. Not famous sex offender John Coleman, obviously. <laughs> Yeah. No, not I famous. Mean, yeah, you're not supposed to like John. I don't think. <laughs> I mean, the film's called The Orphan, but not The Unreasonable Wife. <laughs> yeah, she would just won't stop going on for God's sake. <laughs> won't let him do a do an affair. But I think obviously we understand already that uh, the power dynamic is kind of shifting because since Esther's been in there, she's setting them off against each other. He uh, loves with, her, with her classic pa- her classic plan, which seems to have worked before, or at least we find out it has, is that. Alienate the mum, get cozy with the dad. If all goes to shit, get rejected by the dad. I mean, I feel yeah. like that's happened every time, right? Or, or we I, had a hor- I had a horrible feeling watching this film because in the in the earlier cock blocking scene, it comes across because um, Kate kind of initiates things by crawling under the bed and uh, and starting things from under the covers. And I I had a horrible thought. Wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Under the yeah. covers, though? She doesn't go yeah, under she, the bed. No, she crawls, under, <laughs> she, crawls, she crawls under the covers. What are you doing from, under there? Crawls up, from the bo- crawls up from the bottom of the bed. And, That's um, terrifying. Oh, there's, oh, there's, oh sorry, there's, there's, there's no delicate a horror way. film. There's no delicate way of putting it. Like, John's having a lovely gobby, and he's having a nice time. And I, and I, had, a, <laughs> I had a horrible feeling. Isn't that the like, Harry Potter oh, character? Oh, my God. Is Esther going to try and pull this off later? And John is going to be like tricked to thinking Vera. it's thinking it's Kate. Yeah, I thought that. I thought, oh I my didn't god, think is that, that going to happen? Because then for a minute I he's going to go, oh, oh shit, I'm going to be on a crossed, register. But it doesn't happen like that. That, crossed my, that. that crossed my mind that someone someone's going to play the skin flute. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh no, this is going to be this is this is going to be Chekhov's blowjob technique, and it's going to come back <laughs> later on. But it doesn't. Thank goodness. Yeah, I that, can that, see why you would think that, but fuck's sake! Yeah, I mean it's horrific, I know, but I, I didn't, yeah. I, I wasn't, I couldn't quite remember where this film went because I, I thought Esther would have seen some... that. That's going to be in the Esther playbook. Yeah, she take her teeth out. <laughs> 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 Jesus. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so Sister Abigail comes round um, and says. <clears throat> They, they have a conversation about it. It's fairly inconclusive and says, well, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll look into it a little bit more uh, when I get back. So Esther's kind of knows that she's got to put a stop to this Sister Abigail nonsense right now. Gets Max on board and um, hatches a little plan. Yeah, yeah. hatches. Uh, yeah, what, I mean, what is up with this plan? Is it just... Shove Max in front of a car. Yeah, was she trying to get Max killed like well, she he's... tells max to jump out and wave her arms so she'll stop i guess max just hesitates so she 
shoves her. Yeah, it's a bit dangerous, but uh, it does work. Kareen's off the side of the road, and as she's getting out, oh yeah, Max is crying because she's like nearly been run over and she's probably grazed the knee or something. The yeah. sister's trying to help her, and then Esther rocks up with a hammer and hammers her in the head, and then hammers they... her in the head, yeah. Uh, and then they drag the body off of the Not road. Disappointed, she doesn't have a one-liner for that bit because it's kind of like the 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 sister is kind of looking over the little girl and then she comes up behind it's a bit like the meme where there's the spaceman with a gun saying yeah it always was comes out comes <laughs> up behind her with like the hammer what would you say are if you're you about to bash what would you about to, what would you say ben if you're about to bash a uh, nun with a hammer a, uh, like a dry action hero whip uh where's your god now bash. oh no uh, or something like what's the sister act sequel called back in the back habit in the habit yeah i'm back in the habit of <laughs> smashing nuns in the head with a, with a hammer <laughs> bang time to do the lord's work because jesus was a carpenter. i would have uh, what? hit her again and went, <laughs> that's good, oops, that's good. oops i missed habit <laughs> oh my god oh, sorry to be murdering you none it's a really bad habit i've got there <laughs> or straight up hammer time yeah hammer time oh, I and, mean. Then, yeah. and then she's got <laughs> parachute pants on as well oh, just time. runs backwards <laughs> um so yeah they they drag her off just for under the car comes the nun is not dead at this point though because she wakes up kind just of confused. face down in the snow yeah Confused. Then um, it's it's quite it's quite brutal. She gets um, yeah. she gets a hammer like money's worth out of that hammer. Uh-huh. Bashes her a few um, times, and then they, they somehow I don't know how two tiny people get an entire nun in a treehouse. That's a riddle for like a, a mass. She, yeah, no, they leave her by the they leave by the side of the road, don't they? Because they Do find they? her all frozen. Yeah. It's just oh, evidence okay. they take to the treehouse, isn't it? Oh, the, the hammer. The, is uh, it just a hammer? Hammer yeah. in the drawings or something, maybe. The yeah. drawings come in later because that's the yeah, later of it. Yeah. Just the just the hammer, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But Daniel sees her. I don't think he sees. I think he just sees him at the treehouse. Esther clocks this, and then later that night she gets the old Stanley knife on his throat. So what says, did you see? And what did you see? Yeah. If you if you tell anyone, I'll kill you. You're twice. She's gonna cut his willy off. <laughs> yeah. Sure your dick can. off. What she said, chop your pecker off before you even work out what it's for. I'm gonna it's get like, your. I know what it's for. It's for pissing. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get your copy of Guitar Hero Two, and I'm gonna snap it in half. Yeah. And he goes, yeah. "Please don't." Yeah. Beat your top scorer on. I'm gonna say top. Scorer. That's not what it is. <laughs> I won't just beat a top scorer. I'll beat all the scores. So it just says Esther, 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 all you the swore. way down. Yeah, I know. Damn. I know you're playing surrender. Um. Yeah, you better surrender right now, otherwise I'm going to scratch your disc, not even break it, just so it doesn't work. <laughs> he's yeah. like, please, please don't. Yeah, and like I say, he does demonstrate that he knows what his peck is for, because he manages to piss himself, and she points it out to him, in case he wasn't already embarrassed, I mean, don't you've gone... <laughs> this is like the Shaun of the Dead, you've got red on you, she's like, pissed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah. yeah, I had a massive drink before bed, sorry. Naughty, naughty. He had a Andy it turn of size squash. Yes, he's had one of these bad boys. Jesus, mother of God, the size of it. For the listeners, um, we're talking about his squash. His we're talking about his squash, and it's com- 
it's clear that Andy's going to piss himself tonight. Only <laughs> Vanessa comes and gets me, otherwise, it'd be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she's kind of got uh, like a, you know, like a threat of silence around the family. Um, mm. Cowboy can't talk because he'll get his willy chopped off if he does with a Stanley knife. Um, Max where she like, whispers a threat to Max from behind and like you can't whisper a threat to a deaf person I should I'm pretty hear sure they can't yeah but you can hear a bit yeah. she like whispers it oh, right. like if you wanted to threaten a deaf person you'd have to shout it surely <laughs> she must be really <laughs> close uh, yeah. and she, and she's basically also told Max that because she's helped her hide the hammer that she'll be she'll be taken away as well if the police mm-hmm. come out. So basically, she's an accessory to the to the hammering. Yeah. Oh yeah. Classic classic move when you're trying to manipulate kids in horror movies, isn't it? You're an accessory to this, aren't you? Is this when? <laughs> is this when they've now? Because is it in the discussion with um, with Sister Abigail that they have established that she is going to take? Esther to see her psychiatrist. Yeah, it seems like Esther's answer yeah. to everything is to get a psychiatrist involved. Oh, I've got a drinking problem. I'm not going to AA. I'll get the psychiatrist involved. Yeah, he's got a psychiatrist. <laughs> I'm worried my orphan, my, my I'm worried the orphan we've adopted might be a murderer. Psychiatrist is sort of out. There's a fire. There's a fire in the treehouse. Get a psychiatrist on the phone. Yeah, fire brigade. Who? What? Like we don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so they take her to see the psychiatrist and guess what? Psychiatrist thinks she's an absolute delight. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's bloody lovely, she is. I want to adopt her, she says. She comes out like, oh yeah, you fucking adopt her then. <laughs> she kind of steps out of the psychiatrist's office and it's like like orgy of evidence that their conversation has gone really well. It's like she's on first name terms with her. She's like, Oh bye, Julie. I hope we can be friends. She's like I'm not just saying this. I genuinely hope we can as well, Esther, because I think you are brilliant. Much better than this prick. I've been taking yeah. money off for ages. Genuinely, I'd see you for free. Ace. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot be more genuine. I, like, receptionist, do not charge this girl for this appointment. We are friends. Okay? Yeah, like a secret handshake as well. <laughs> yeah. <Best business>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then... Uh, Vera Farmiga tries to do that handshake but gets it wrong. It just is really embarrassing for everyone involved. Just, yeah, she's tries to do it and they're just like, oh, that's kind of like a, like a private joke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but um, I think it pretty quickly after that that um, so she's getting on, Esther's getting on with the dad pretty well. And then Esther says to the dad, I don't think mum likes me very much. I should do something special for her. And then she ends up cutting all the roses from that's uh, right in an early it's like scene. a memorial a memorial, memorial yeah, for the baby like, that passed away well, Jessica? Jessica yeah 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 I mean that's pretty low even forever <laughs> but the, the flowers grown from the ashes or something is that is that how they worked I'm not too sure yeah it was well, definitely a special it was like a rose bush like it's a memorial and to like for her to deface that I mean that's kind of the final straw isn't it really <laughs> well not I mean one of the final straws because you're like, one of them killed. but for me i mean for me yeah. i'd be like right you're a little shit now oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> at this yeah. point she's not quite ready to kick her head off almost um but she mm-hmm. does grab her by the arm oh yeah yeah um, oh yes and then mm, 
Yeah, wow. she grabs it. Irish grabs whips her. <laughs> yeah, she does, yeah. whips us to the ropes. Um, <laughs> and John is straight over there. Um, I mean, I guess he's not being a bad bloke in this one. He probably should stop someone like beating up a kid, I guess. Mm. Even if they have done a bad thing. I, I think it, I think it's just clear, it's plain to see, obviously, as us from the outside looking in, how both parties are being manipulated here. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, the the roses thing. Obviously, Esther frames it as she was doing something nice for her as well. Uh, so when Kate loses her temper, it's almost like Kate's immediately in the wrong for losing her yeah. temper, even though what she's done is is horrible. And John just says, "Well, she obviously didn't know what it was or what it meant or something." And but but Kate knows differently. So yeah. is this after yeah. she's already showed that? Because she's already kind of there's been she says a who's bit of Jessica, tension. She? She's learned about Jessica and she showed her the grave when they were trying to, when she was on board with it and she was trying to bond with her. Has she yeah. already done the bit where she plays the piano? Uh, I think I think that's happened already, yeah, because yeah, the arm break yeah. is about yeah, to happen. Like, this comes way after all that stuff. Yeah. So by this point, they've sort of tried to do that. And it's just, yeah. And she's gone from like trying to teach her piano to actually it turns out that she's already, much like sign language, already absolutely quality at it. She it's walks not. in there and she's playing Elton John songs. All, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah, by this point, it's like, how do you have this many skills at the age of nine? What's going yeah. on here? <laughs> like... Yeah, but there are kids out there like that. You know when someone's really mm. good at something and then you immediately see how old they are and you go, oh, no. Yeah. That's not fair. Yeah, What's but like, playing sign language, the piano... Yeah. Any anything else you can do? I mean, that's quite English is a second language. English so. second language fluently. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty. That's a lot, you know. She yeah. walks in and she goes, and she gives us some like a harsh burn already, which is like when she says, "Oh, you know, um, I I didn't tell you I couldn't play the piano. I said it'd be nice for you to teach me because you know one of your kids is deaf because of you, by the way." Uh, and yeah. oh, son's an absolute dickhead, isn't he? So I thought I'd be a nice thing for you. So um, yeah, this is when like how it escalates. But on this bit, um, Kate did lose a temper with her, but not enough to break her arm. So um, Esther sees to that, nips down to the garage, gets the vice. Quite hard to watch. Yeah. Um, just just oh, keeps yeah. squeezing it until it like pops out of place, and then she pushes. He pops it back into place pretty as well. Grim. Yeah. 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 It's uh it's pretty nasty. Um mm. and then she, when she's in bed, she's calling uh Daddy. Daddy. Oh, Daddy, Daddy, me arms fucked. Daddy Coleman. <laughs> my arms absolutely caning. Fuck's sake. Um yeah. and obviously Kate's like, well, I didn't grab her hard enough to break her arm. Turns well, out the evidence just to the <laughs> Yeah. Uh so it takes us to the hospital. Um, there's not a scene where like the doctors or anything say, "How did this happen?" Or anything. No, there isn't. No, no. no. Um, so basically, what starts happening now is Esther starts proper doubling down on fucking with Kate to such a degree. I mean, she must be like over the moon that she's also got a secret. Well, not a secret, but she's also got a drinking problem as well because she can essentially push her yeah. like yeah. back into that. Um, yeah. She has a classic like alcoholic film thing, doesn't she? Where she buys the wine but then tips it down the down yeah. the sink. She says t- to the guy in the shop, "Got guests," and he goes, "I don't give a fuck, love. 
<laughs> Minimum fucking wage. Have you? Yeah. Great. Yeah. I don't care what you <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then the next day after that as well is when Esther releases the brake, releases the handbrake in the car. Um, and oh, yeah. Yeah, the car rolls down. There's a guy. There's like a good Samaritan trying to help. He's running. He runs he into another over. car, into a park. Yeah, he's he's dead. He's, <laughs> he's almost dead. the hero of the entire film. He is like the human version of the heroic dog from Amityville, but he doesn't quite pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that dog. Um, but the car like crashes into the snow. So Max, who was in there, is pretty much all right. But mm-hmm. Kate immediately kind of gets the blame and everything and obviously she's saying no i didn't do this it was esther no no i didn't break her arm i didn't grab her hard enough that's why everybody <laughs> around john the therapist the kids well not the kids as such but obviously esther's <laughs> dialing into yeah. it uh yeah. they are all like oh she's got a problem isn't she jesus christ they're in a different yeah. film the film they're in is where kate is the bad guy yeah it's unreasonable mom the movie yeah, yeah somehow they're just believing that this kid's lies which is kind of like really infuriating because i like kate it and i'm like you better than this shit like <laughs> you're doing good yeah. <laughs> you know yeah kate starts yeah. doing a little bit of research there doesn't she she tracks mm. down where esther came from yeah speaks to the um like speaks to well an institute in russia who and yep. it isn't at, and then she's made, able to speak to someone that speaks English there and they're they're explaining to her that oh no no this isn't a an orphanage this is a Hold on, this Annie. is like Arkham Asylum. Yeah. This is Arkham Asylum, yeah. <laughs> this, oh sorry, wrong Wait, number then. Bye. <laughs> so I was looking for the orphanage. Is there an orphanage with a similar name? Russia's quite big, I understand. <laughs> yeah. Um but no, but while she's doing this. Fireman Nan is not doing a job because oh yeah Cole... <laughs> for a second I was like who because Fireman Nan's not doing a job <laughs> because Coldboy has found some clues of his own like he has got it out of Max that there is some evidence up in the treehouse which he's currently been locked out of for being he's a such bad an idiot, boy because he's like saying really loud in that bedroom Esther's just in the next room over okay yes I'm going to go to the treehouse to get the evidence. Like you would whisper it super quietly, or I don't know, you just wouldn't say it out loud at all. Just go yeah, and yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but Esther's uh Esther follows him in. Um, and she like has all the evidence there, and then she like sets it all on fire, and then it turns out that coal boy is quite flammable as well, being <laughs> that he's made of coal. And she like squirts him, <laughs> she doesn't squirt, squirt him properly, but um just enough to sort of set him on fire. Yeah, yeah it's a pretty bit bad. A little bit of lighter fluid around the trousers. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel sorry for the kid, but he doesn't deserve this. I know he was like yeah. not happy about having an adopted sister. He's deserved but... everything up to this point. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> that is fair because yeah. he has been a bit of a bastard throughout, but he doesn't yeah. deserve to be set on fire. Nobody deserves that. This is no. the tip. This is this is the tipping point. He deserves to have his treehouse burned down. He doesn't deserve to be in it. Yes. Yeah. That's well, why right, so he's like hanging on the uh, sides outside. He's like trying to climb onto the roof. So Vanessa's just watching, smiling. It's like her favorite TV show or something. And he, he <laughs> and falls. And here, here is the first. We, we see that the Max. roof. The roof. The roof is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Max isn't like complicit in this. She's like, nah, this is too much. Not for me. 
Um, and she stops. Does she stop Esther when Esther's about to smush him? Like she's, she's gonna, she's gonna coup de gras him like that pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, like, You're off to heaven now, mate. Bye. And then Max comes and shoves her out the way. Yeah. Yeah. But then and then Kate runs over and then they get Daniel to hospital, don't they? Yeah. This is annoying. I mean, so she Kate says, "Don't let Esther out of your sight." And then Fireman Nan lets her out of sight within seconds to go and get like a soda. So, to be fair, though, I don't think Fireman Nan thinks that Esther is in any way a threat at any no, point. Do you, know, but... do you know what I mean? Like she's <laughs> Kate, but that's why Kate should say something. Don't let her out of your sight. She's possibly uh, murderous. A, a murderous. I was just on the phone to, to Russian Arkham <laughs> Asylum when you weren't watching the kids being on fire. Like I wasn't, I wasn't pissing about. You are here to babysit. And yeah. you weren't watching them. I was trying to find out if she was a like a an escaped like mental patient. So um, just keep an eye on her and don't let her go and possibly murder anyone if you if yeah. you could. Yeah. Um, doesn't listen to that at all. No. And then um, oh, what's his name? Daniel. He's like wakes up traumatized from never being burned alive, and then he just sees Esther on top of him with a pillow. Uh, she's very sneaky. She like Steve takes off like, the finger monitor and puts it on her own finger. So that's a very uh, smooth move, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, so, it's like she, so you can't hear him being James Bond suffocated move. to death. Yeah, yeah. She should play the next James Bond after Daniel Craig. <laughs> She'd be <Yeah>. great. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, how would you feel like if she actually killed Daniel at this point? Because at first I thought she had, and I was like, yeah. well, that seems a bit hard. Because he had his eyes open, didn't he? Like he was. It was, like, and, it was and the camera lined. pulled away in the flat, it flat line. It was like he was dead. And then the doctors came in and they said, uh, he's still got a pulse. But I she just know. made him poorly. Like he was already quite poorly and she made him a little bit more. So, with well, that, the thing is with uh, pillows, that doesn't work anyway. You can breathe through pillows. I've tested it. It's made him fall into a deep sleep. <laughs> You've tested it. You tried to breathe. I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, if you put a pillow over your face, over anyone's think- face, I've said to yeah, other people with, a, with enough force, <laughs> and like if the pillow's thick enough, not one of those. You have to like little... force it. Though. You can't just put it on the face. Like you have to be like. Even still, you, know. you can breathe through it. I think uh, <laughs> unless it's a special <laughs> kind what of. Is, what pillow, is like it? A... Is this What's going on here? Like really? <laughs> Tell that to the people who've been murdered that way. Well, you should, yeah. just should you just breathe? Oh, just breathe. Just breathe. <laughs> I guess like it's so comfy, you forget to breathe. Yeah, if you're just too cozy, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, listeners at home, if don't you try and breathe through pillows. <laughs> no, no do don't, it. don't do it. Prove my listen theory. To of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the bit in this scene as Esther gets to escape. I think we put a gif of it as we were getting ready for this bit. It's a great. It's a great bit of acting here as well. When she's like walking along, she's like having the joys of yeah. good morning to someone in the hospital. And then yeah. as they walk past her, she goes from like really happy to like scowl. What a lovely oh, little, yeah. what a lovely little the girl. Range, the range, we love to say it. Kate gives mm. her like, um, like a, a running fire punch. What's the, like the uppercut that uh, Ryu does in Street Fighter? Yeah. And then she goes like, <laughs> and then he takes her head off. Uh, but but obviously this looks wrong. I mean, you can't go slapping nine year old kids like yeah, that. Yeah, she absolutely yeah. like does the full like a full power attack on this. Uh, She's just at the moment enough. we it's think the, it, this is the straw that broke the camel's back. Try and kill my bloody son. I'll have you. 
But obviously, again, I think it's, it's good because whenever, whenever you see this, you see it through the eyes of Kate initially, but then as soon as it happens, you see it through everyone else's eyes and how bad it must look. And it's like, oh, no, that looks bad. A kid who used army have recently just broken as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so then what happens? I think, like, so... So Kate ends up in gets, hospital. She, She's been like she, sedated. She, she gets sedated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite strange. Like, and then, like if you if you if you thump a kid in hospital, the receptionist basically goes, "See, sir," and she gets seized by some <laughs> hospital guards who immediately <clears throat> fill her up with tranquilizers, and they go, "Well, we won't arrest you. We will just let you sleep this off." Yeah. Um, sleep yeah. you, you can just sleep off this attempted and murder. john seems like still pretty he's still like oh don't worry you'll be all right and stuff oh, i thought maybe he'd be angrier at the fact because yeah because he's obviously still still thinks esther's just a little innocent kid. Right? but I'm now this evening home. yeah he's taking esther home and now she's free to finalize you know her plan put everything operation operation seduction so um, God, this is uncomfortable. Yeah, it's incredibly uncomfortable, isn't it? What does she do? She does. Is he? Does she give him something? She makes some adjustments to the dress, like a charcuterie board. Is that what that's called? Uh, Some olives, some salami. (laughs) Wait, cheese and wine party. Yeah, (laughs) but she makes that for him. Well, yeah, she's like. I don't know. Maybe it's just in the fridge already. She brings it in, but he's getting fucked up on wine, isn't he? That leftover wine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like constantly rubbing his head, going. Is it? Oh, it's red wine. You know, famously <laughs> yeah. goes to your head. Yeah. Mm. Jesus. And then Esther does and a little bit. Her face is like all distorted in his his eyes and stuff. Yeah, I think I guess it's just trying to say, even though he clearly rejects her, he's still not of sound mind. Yeah, he's been UB forty. He's absolutely off his rocker on red wine. <laughs> um, so. It must be a fortified wine, though. <laughs> I don't know, Ben. I've seen you polish up two bottles of red in a quiz. Yeah. Uh, ghost your head. It does. What does is it? Mm. A, a good red, what are we looking at? 15%? Yeah. Maybe more? You can get some strong ones, yeah. I mean, it is, it's a hell of a lot stronger than white. And if, if this guy hasn't eaten anything, I mean, you know. Yeah. He hasn't even started his charcuterie board. There you go. <laughs> He's had yeah. a singular olive. <laughs> That's not enough to lighten the stomach. You need a bit of carbs in there. You need some. You need yeah. some like you know some, some fatty yeah. stuff. Not should've not got, olives. Should have got himself yeah. a pizza in if it's you know. You need some Perfect. McDonald's or something like lighten the stomach. Perfect yeah. timing. Yeah. Should have had a takeaway. Bear in mind, one of your kids is in hospital. The other one <laughs> get a kebab on the way home. Your wife's, you do that. Your, wife, your wife's been sedated. <laughs> I think you can Sorry, probably justify. Buddy. You can Pete probably Neil. justify a takeaway today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't be. I've had a bad day. I can't bother to cook. You've had a bad day. Listen to this. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. It's not a competition, but my God, you win. And my adopted daughter's trying it on in the next room. Well, she does. She she makes herself a nice... She customises, I assume, one of Kate's dresses. She just makes into kid yeah. sizes. Um, yeah. And with a wobbly face, goes to try and, try and seduce him. Mm. Just... Yeah. So it is horrible. It's uncomfortable. She's she claims obviously you told me you love me to him, obviously, and he and he did. But oh, you've got me there. It's very clear to say not <laughs> like that, not like that. 
Um, and what, as and a what... friend, <laughs> friend zone. Yeah. As a friend. Sorry, I'm gonna have to friend. I'm gonna have to friend zone Sorry. you. Slash daughter well. zone you. I know you're my daughter. But... You just not yeah. take it well being daughter zoned. Yeah. Um, yeah. And around about the same time is when Kate is contacted by the person, the guy from the institute, where it turns out Esther escaped. Is that right? Yeah. Left somehow. He's, and this yeah. is where the twist is revealed at the same time mm-hmm. as. So you might feel uncomfortable with this scene, but it's kind of, it t- this takes the edge off a bit. A lot. John John steps away from <laughs> yeah. John, John steps away independently of knowing that she's about thirty five years old. He does step away from the fact that when he daughter zones her, he goes like, "Nah, not gonna do that. Not that much of a wrong." And I'm just you know, I'm just stage one cancelled. Not all the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, meanwhile, you can, you can come back from stage one cancelled. Yeah. You just stage two, release, debatable. Release stage three. Release. See you later. Release your next album for free, people, or people will get will get over it apparently. Um, but yeah, if, um, wait, who's that? Who's that? <laughs> Chris Brown. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, allegedly. That's stage no, two. Definitely. That's stage two, surely. Oh yeah, he's beyond that. I don't know who's stage one cancelled. Maybe for someone who has some off-color tweets. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so he he steps away from that, but yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Kate, apparently it's just okay. You're not in any police trouble. You're just allowed to sleep off punching a kid. Um, so she's stage zero cancelled. She's just done a warning. Um, she's able to take this phone call. The man from, from Ukraine says, yeah, she was here for a while. Um, and she is a proper wrong and she's 35 years old. Check her teeth if you don't believe me. And if you look under her ribbons... She has uh, scars from all those times she tried to do some escaping. Um, yeah, she was actually so, the most violent, and she will burn your house down if she can't sleep with your husband. So either so way, think, whoever wins, you lose. So <laughs> set, she's k- killed like at least seven people, apparently. Um, yeah. Her name's Lena Clammer. She yeah. has hypo hypo. Oh, proportionate dwarf. I can't see it. It's a long word. <laughs> that's a much, that's a much better way of saying it. She has looks like a little kid disease. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, but obviously she that's spent most stunted growth is is the the PC way of saying yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's, yes. she's but she used it to her advantage because she's spent hmm. most of her life posing as a little girl. Uh, don't have to don't have to get a job. Don't have yeah. to do the nine. Don't have to do the nine to five. You'd be so good at school. You'd be like, know this. You'd be like, who was the prime minister? And I was, I was, born, I was born, mate. I know. I tell you, I was there, yeah. voted for him. You'd show <laughs> off, wouldn't you? You'd become a child prodigy. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So basically, while that is removed, um, is about around about the same time that John, sorry, while that was revealed, John realize, uh, rejects. Esther, she doesn't take nice. She doesn't take kindly to that, and she goes and removes her disguise, which is just is teeth, it t- like dentures. Also, she like takes makeup off, and her skin yeah. is like sags. Uh, yeah, she also has like a a band around her chest. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, she's wrapped up, isn't she? Like, yeah. um, like she, she's she's Mulanned it when she's pretending to be a a boy soldier rather than a rather than an actual woman. 
Yeah. She takes off her disguise so she looks like an adult now. Mm-hmm. Still small. What makeup um, is she using as well? Because her, like when she wipes it all off, her face, it's a bit saggy. Mm. And... Damn, yeah, some good makeup. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know what to do. Yeah, come on, what brand is that? Some like umbrella corporation shit. Yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, this so the actress um who is a kid, we should say that, because I never right, I was never sure, call me an idiot. But I was never quite sure whether the actress was a kid at the time or whether it was also an actress who had a similar. Or uh, someone just looked incredibly young. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure. How old was she when she filmed this? So she was born in 1997. So she okay. would have been, what, 12? Yeah. yeah. 12, yeah. Like 12. So around about, around about the same. Um, yeah. So yeah, but I think she, she goes into this role of, like, I, can be- I believe it when she's like this little. She's like roaming around, killing people, attacking people with a horrible little scary snarl. I believed it. Yeah. So she immediately goes and stabs John to death. Before she does this, this this is. I want to address your background, um, Ben, because while she's she's getting changed into murder mode, um, John 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 Coleman nips up to her, her bedroom. And realizes underneath all the nice photos she's uh, pictures she's been painting about lionesses and the cubs and, and the like, um, she's presented a orgy of UV evidence. When you when you turn the light off, you can see that she's filled it with um, sort of pornographic images of her and John Coleman. John Coleman goes, "Oh, no time for that now. Sorry." In a life or death situation, concentrate, concentrate. Damn boy. And, yeah. So she's um, like painted. She's painted. Is she painted a house or a church or something? Yeah, but a Bernie house. Well, a normal Yeah, it's the Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Arkham Asylum, and it looks like a normal, like stately home normally. But when you turn the the black light on it, um, it's all burning down. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so this happens. I'm pretty sure that sort of happens immediately after the reveal of her being a, a yeah. like 35 year old. And yeah, so then she goes and stabs John to death. Um, Not put the, much, don't put up much of a fight. He's like, no. I've had enough. Well, she, the, he gets stabbed in the back initially, doesn't he? I think oh yeah, of course. Yeah, bleeds out a bit. He's weakened um, from that, and then she stabs him we'll literally to only weakness. Unsurvivable. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's been after some form of penetration for the entire movie and he finally gets some <laughs> irony. <laughs> it's a very unsatisfying death though because he just sort of goes down and you're like, oh, okay, bye John. That's the end of John then. He's out of here. That leaves yep. Max in the house like alone mm-hmm. with, uh, with her like skulking around. I think she even gets like a gun, like a six shooter. Yeah, she's got like a full-on revolver at this point. Damn, yeah. damn, Max. Yeah, um, damn. Because she wasn't uh, arrested, Kate is able to come back and then just <laughs> smashes into the house. No time to, no time to pull up nicely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, sees John's John's dead body. Um, sobs a bit. Uh, <laughs> oh bit, no, not John. But then she realizes she needs to protect. <laughs> Max. And then there's this like scene where it's a little bit of a sort of home invasion style thriller where um Kate's trying to protect Max from um Esther who's just roaming around with a gun, ready to pop a cap 
in yeah. anyone's face. She's almost caught up with Max in like the the greenhouse section, and yes. then and then it's like a WWE moment where where oh, Kate's no. up on up on the top Props turnbuckle and like elbow drops through the roof and smashes her flat. By God, she's broken in half. I didn't yeah. even think about that. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, and. That's that's like the the killing blow, I guess. Supposedly the killing blow. Is all that right? The glass, all the glass mm. falls down on, and she's all chopped up now. Everyone's yeah. in a bad way. Um, mm-hmm. Police, police are arriving. Oh, because she, Kate actually does the sensible thing. She phones the police when she's on the way there, and oh, she yeah. doesn't say something that will make the police say a likely yeah. story. She says. There is an there is an intruder in her house. Because oh, a standard crime. I will turn up if she phoned yeah. up and did what lots of people in horror films do. That would go, oh, my daughter's actually a thirty-five-year-old lunatic from Ukraine. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Whatever. Punch her in the face, but she's trying to seduce my husband, and I'm afraid she stabbed him. My little girl's deaf. And oh god. And I also broke her arm, by the way. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Just, just I also broke her arm, but I didn't break her arm because I didn't grab her arm. Right, but I didn't arm, actually. But... <laughs> I didn't even grab her that hard, and that wine wasn't. I poured it away. Oh, when she also pulled flowers out of my dead kid's grave, just just so you know. <laughs> yeah. She's just gonna call the therapist, is what she's gonna do. Literally. Therapist, <laughs> I, I know it's I know it's out of your normal operating hours, but please come to my house and save me from this murderous orphan. <laughs> Bring Fireman Nan, her inclusion up to this point has been arbitrary at best. Fireman Nan. But she does, she phones the police sensibly and they're just arriving. There is just enough time for them to have a wrestle um, in and around the the fateful pond. Thinking back on it, that pond pond. where your daughter had like a famously life-threatening, you might have moved or cemented it over but no yeah just fill it in why is it still there come on mm. like, well, it looks, looks pretty if it? it's not safe oh, I guess we'll, get, we'll, fill, we'll fill it in after these koi have gone and they're long lived yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah they end up fighting on the ice Max p- ends up with the gun tries to shoot Lena that's oh, Lena not Esther isn't it Lena tries to shoot her but she like shatters mm-hmm. the ice um, Lena and Kate go underwater they're like having a scrap in there kate climbs out and with lena clinging onto her legs there's an iconic uttering of a famous line maybe we'll let lucy do this again okay. <laughs> what is it is it she she's, she's pleading for her life and trying to kind of claim that she's family and what it's something along the lines of i'm not your fucking mummy or something like that is what she says right yeah, and then just fucking boots her basically. Ooh, that's, it's that's... such a boot in the face. Like, I'm, really a boot. Feel that. I'm not, I'm not is... your mother. Like, put my like... Tony Collette moment in like hereditary, like, but like the reverse. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> it's it's just a, she doesn't oh, not the mama like of dinosaurs. Uh, she goes, no, not the fucking mama. And then, Brutal. like, there's like a Mortal Kombat x ray move on it. Like, it's literally. Such a, like, it's pretty intense though. Damn. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. What an ending. It is yeah. a it's And she's and she's she's dead, right? I think so. I mean, yeah. yeah. She, she sinks down into oblivion. I feel like if Snap they wanted the to do a, <laughs> I feel like if they wanted to do a sequel they could in the realm of horror films you could bring her back, but in real life definitely dead. Yeah. 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 Um 
So I, and then, I think and the police walk up. Yeah. I think both police. me and Andy have some uh, name game. If you guys uh, up for it? Yeah. Yeah. Should we should we explain how name game works? I mean, it is pretty simple, but you know. Yeah, we're gonna um, give you a, a small synopsis of a film that doesn't exist, and then you yes. have to tell us the name of it, and the name of this film will rhyme for the most part with the name of this film, Orphan. Uh, you, okay. you, you'll get it pretty pretty quickly. <laughs> but this, oh, first no. film, <laughs> this first film uh, is about a husband and wife who accidentally adopt someone who, unbeknownst to them, is actually a Power Ranger. Morphin. Do you know what that film's called? Morphin. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, guys. You see? Like, how am I going to know this? Like, oh, man. It's, it's going to get worse. It's, it's, get only gonna get, it's only going to get worse as well. Husband and wife. I mean, let husband me and wife them. accidentally adopt somebody who's only pretending to be someone who eats all of their dinners, but secretly only eats small parts of their dinners and hides the rest of it or throws it away when they're not looking. Portion. Portion. Well done. Portion. <laughs> and last one. Um, from me anyway. A husband and wife accidentally <laughs> adopt someone pretending to be a little girl. When they reveal themselves, the husband and, and wife ask, why? Why did you pretend to be a little girl? Uh, the pretender says, no reason really, just... I don't know the name of the film. No, no reason really, just... Just... Horsin. Like horse in the rain. Joking. Close, <laughs> close, yeah. But it's not that. Joking. Just... Why would you do something that's just for a laugh? Just for... Just for... Shits and giggles. Just for... <laughs> well, that doesn't frame, like... It was oh awesome. God. Awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> Oh, and then okay. he's right. Okay. Okay. What do you mean? <laughs> close, close, Manu So it's just for fun. For fun. Okay. Oh, come on. Who was going to get that? Stop. <laughs> I think we got obscure yet, Luke. Oddly enough, for a film that's hard to rhyme, didn't have any of the same ones this time. So yeah. uh, a couple um, adopt a child, but then it turns out it's actually a legendary fictional Spanish libertine who devoted his life to seducing women. Oh. Oh. Wait. I'll say Casanova, but that's not... That doesn't I'm going to show how stupid I am. He's Italian. Oh, sorry. Um, what you is say? It... Spanish. A, yes. a Spanish romantic person. Yeah. Spanish man. It's... Uh... <laughs> Well, I don't know. Don Juan. <laughs> What's his name? Oh, Don, Don Juan. Oh, no, I mean, I mean. Um, it doesn't even rhyme. Come on, get out of here. It's close <laughs> enough. Get out of here. <laughs> so the next one. Get out of uh, it. A young couple adopt a child who goes crazy um, and really basically all about an obsession she has. She loves a character developed to be killed off in the opening series of the 90s X-Men cartoon or a brown plasticine companion of Tony Hart. So this person Mor- is a Morphin. Morph fan. Yeah. Yes. Morph fan. A huge Morph fan. Loves Morph. Wow. Um, That's oh, a deep Jesus. cut with the X-Men cartoon. Faced with a choice of cooking beans, a couple find out that their microwave is broken. They can fix the microwave or their alternative. They can throw it away. Cook those uh, beans. Micro's broken. That's oh. an alternative. In like a pan? Or pan. Or saucepan. Or pan. Oh. Or pan. 
That's the worst one. Okay. <laughs> That's the worst one. <laughs> or pan. The final one will require a very specific okay. set of knowledge. I didn't expect anyone to get this, but for the folks at home, um, a young couple uh, adopt a young person who they think is an old-timey French prince regent, but it's actually a type of ground-type Pokemon that looks like the cross between an elephant and a monster truck tyre. So you just said Pokemon, I was like, no idea. Oh, between an elephant and a... It's a ground type. Between completely lost. Elephant and a... It's a ground type tire. Pokemon that looks like a cross between an elephant and a monster truck tyre. No, no. For, no those, for those playing at home, it's a Don fan. No. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, never got that. There you go. <laughs> I've got one. I've got one. Uh, I know Lucy's a football fan, so it's football, football themed. But, Here you know, we go. If you, if you were, it, <laughs> but it's from a certain era of Premier League football. So if you don't get it, then fair enough. Right, um, well, we'll a married couple of a rocky past adopt a Uruguayan professional football player who plays as a striker. Uh, <laughs> was in the Premier League between 2002 and 2004, playing for Manchester United. Oh, of course, uh, it's fucking Man U as well. Girl. Before before <laughs> making his before making his name in La Liga, playing for teams such as Villarreal, Atletico Madrid, and yeah. Mate, I have no idea. And and we've gone down the Man U route. I've just clocked out it's mentally. Such a deep, it's an incredibly deep cut. I'm sorry. It's a uh, Forlan, as in Diego Forlan. Okay. okay. See, I'm only knowledgeable with like contemporary Premier League. To be fair, like, he was, he was, in, the pre- was, he was in the Premier. He was in the Premier League for two years, and that was when we were good, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apologies. Now I've said it out loud. I don't even know if it rhymes. So the only other one I had left, I couldn't write. <laughs> was had a pause. It was like Mork and Domindy. Domindy. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be some uh, description about a sitcom that had an unsuspecting pause. I'll tell you what, name game gets more and more chaotic every week. Yeah. If you want to throw one in, Lucy, if you've got anything else that rhymes with orphan or not really. I mean, I hadn't really prepared anything, and it's quite a difficult word to rhyme with anything, isn't it? So it's very hard. I don't think I've got anything, to be honest, lads. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. So if it was a more sort of normal word I might have been able to but you didn't prepare me for this I wasn't normal word, normal words don't count when it comes to the name game no, I'm not as easy you guys evidently <laughs> sometimes I, mean, I, I can't compete with all pan can I I mean look at that <laughs> that, is, that is an A plus name game I hate it but I also love it mm. that's exactly the angle we're going for I want something that people equally hate and love well, I'll think of one at like midnight I'll have to like message you guys and be like fuck <laughs> not right now <laughs> Amazing. okay we've got one last thing to do we just need to quickly rate rate the film between oh. A and F um, rate good or rate bad rate good or rate bad yeah uh, who wants to go first uh Guests first, right? Yes, first. I can. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. I I like this film a lot, but it, it's not without its flaws. So if I on an A to F scale, I probably go for like a C, solid mm-hmm. C, just decent. It passes. It's a film. It's entertaining. It's a film. It's silly, <laughs> but yeah. it's not like a D E F scale where it's like bad. Do you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. it's. It, I think it's. It's an effective horror film. It's. It's got funny moments in it. It's. 
you know, some genuinely scary, jumpy moments, some kind of classical weird ass gory moments. So yeah, it's it's decent enough. I think obviously the the central performance is, is great. I'm keen to see her in the sequel now as a 24 year old, to be honest. Uh but no, I would I would go the same. Yeah. Just it's um, it, it's enjoyable, you know. As an added bonus, Lucy, what would you give um famous sex fiend John Coleman uh, as as a rating as his fathering? Uh, yeah. uh, like oh gosh, I mean E. E, e, F. e for I erection. Mean, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, e for ingredients. You tried to buy her love. I mean, you tried. Yeah. It didn't I mean, work. I mean, technically, he's the one that chose that orphan. Like, this is yeah. all on him, really. He chose her and then yeah. just fucked off. And it's like, all right then, mate. Like, come on, you chose this kid. I should have just gone with that. the normal ones that was playing Tig. Be normal, John. Yeah, don't pick the weird ones. <laughs> don't pick the siren. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So see, see for me. Yeah. Well, I, I liked it a little bit more than that. I would say the only thing is, um, it's a bit long. It's like two. Mm-hmm. It was over it two hours. A bit long the two. I think. Um, I like. I think it's quite unique as well. I don't think I've seen any of the films that quite do this twist as well as yeah. this. Um, yeah. so I'm, I'm going to go with uh, with a solid B. Hmm. Um, yeah, I just was cool. It's an enjoyable, enjoyable watch overall. Yeah, I think I think I'll give it a B minus because I've only seen it once before. I enjoyed it then. I enjoyed it this time around. Uh, it's it is like pretty batshit crazy, and and very very silly. But it kind of like leans quite heavily into that, doesn't it? Like I think mm. it knows it's silly, but it's not afraid to take it one step further at all times. Um, and it's quite unique, you know. There's not much out there like it is there yeah. it didn't like spawn a series of films that tried to like sort of recreate something similar and even though i already knew the twist before i saw it originally it's still like a very effective twist i still was yeah. like I, I can i can only imagine what it must have been like to, to for that twist to completely blindside somebody uh so yeah and again as lucy said central performance is really good so i go for a b minus on this one Cool, uh, Andy. As for me, yeah, this is probably better than I remembered. I, I felt like it was a bit of a throwaway horror film, uh, and you know me, I always enjoy that we have we have fun talking about them. I think it makes me think a little bit more fondly. Um, nothing else other than you guys have said. Solid performances, a little bit silly in places. Um, some of those family members deserve it, and am I supposed to feel that when I'm watching the horror film? Maybe not. Um, so maybe you mark it down slightly for that, but I think still quite enjoyable and more than I was expecting from this movie from memory alone. So meeting in the middle here, C plus from me. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, you can become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash horror hangout. Uh, you get some bonus content. What bonus content have we thrown up there recently, Ben? Uh, so recently, bonus content, we did a reaction to Jordan Peele's new movie, Nope, uh, the trailer for that movie, sorry, we did a reaction to that, and uh, just recently, me and Andy were joined by Jem Carmella of the My Turn podcast, chatting all about Alan Wake, which was fun, that's only just gone up there, so check that out. a lovely time chatting about Alan Wake. Yeah. Yeah, a real cool. lovely time. So you can uh, listen to that over at patreon.com forward slash horror hangout. 
Thanks to our current patrons, Lane Spencer, John Crinan, Ben Scaife, Stephen Christopher, Toby Miller, Laura Kendrick, Scott Rigby, Ollie Child, and Pazuzu. Thanks to Kovac Cameron for our theme music. Theme music. Thanks to ACAST for hosting the show. Uh, thanks to the listeners. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review. Thanks to my co-host, Ben and Andy, for being right her dudes, but also a, a big, massive thank you to Lucy for joining us. Thanks very much. Thanks, oh, Lucy. Thanks where, where, where do we find you and your yeah. stuff before we go? Yes, of course. Uh, so mainly Twitter. I chat, chat a lot of rubbish over on Twitter. So I'm just at Lucy Jade Buglis on Twitter. Or my podcast is at TV Time Pod. T spelt like the drink. Um, and you can find me chatting shit on there as well. Uh, at the moment, we're back on it. We've got a new episode coming out about Buffy Vampire Slayer, which I'm very excited about coming up next week awesome. uh, and then we're going to crack on so yeah I'm, I'm back on it thankfully <laughs> I've been gone for like six months it's been crazy <laughs> yeah good to have you back I know I mean I mean you guys seem to be like on it with your podcast I need to kind of you know do what you guys do basically <laughs> we just got into a nice rhythm haven't we mm. uh, we will we, we will link <laughs> We turn up every week, even if no one else does. <laughs> uh, we will we will link to all of your stuff in the show notes as well, Lucy. So if you're listening, just go and check out the show notes, and we'll we'll link to the podcasts and other things there. Cool, nice one. That's one. That's that was good. fun. That's, that's February. We'll see you next month for another. Yeah, it's a five Wednesday month, guys. We were talking about earlier, so five oh, delightful yeah. other episodes. Yep, we'll be putting out the the schedule for that very soon but we've already discussed what we're going to do and looks like it's going to be fun what a bonanza you got coming up what a bonanza oh yes cool that's what nice one. see so you later bye 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 head over to hulu this march where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long catch the acclaimed movie all of us strangers starring paul muscal and andrew scott Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.